Vito, you see that weasel window up there? Yes. That sign says ravioli. <laughs> what? Thanks, Flask. No, I'm I, I'm kidding, Vito. Actually, it says recording. Uh, Flask, do me a favor. Can, can you flick that once? What the fuck uh, is going on? Boop? Juicy, right. wet, and tight. What now, the fuck does everyone that? What remember, the fuck's happening? You're all a big part of the show, so the better you guys are, the better the pot is. Now, you see this Italian. He's giving the sign, and it says, we're on in 10 seconds. So get ready to have a good time. All right. Here we go. This is exciting, isn't it? It's all right. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Late Night with the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. These are also your hosts, Two. John Flask, Greg, and Vito. And that's right, it's your favorite nice. late night podcast that has five hosts, no guests, no sidekick. Uh, the main host is doing a bit from a 90s sitcom that nobody's ever seen, but you know what we do they have? We don't even we have a soundboard. S- somebody tell yeah, me. Soundboard. There's five There's five hosts here. Somebody's got to tell me what we got. What do we got? New. Oh, we got a John, and we got a... Flash. That's right, guys. Everybody at the same time. We got video games. Because oh. I, I already introduced everybody. Yeah, I like, no need to say everybody's name again. Everybody, all right. <laughs> uh, but before we get into all that, uh, we we have a, we we actually do have a guest on in the form of Flash. You're gonna uh, step away from the host table for a moment. You're gonna put on a guest hat, and you're gonna come in as our corrections officer. It seems that we've made some uh, delinquencies. On previous podcasts, well, you know we're very we're very competent and stand up guys, but every now and then there's some topics we bring up which need maybe uh, an addendum or something like that in the next episode. In this case, it's just a strange coincidence that there were a few things that I, I noted as like, oh, there could be some expansions or corrections on a few topics. This all we brought from up last the episode. most recent. Okay, it so is it's from episode, episode seventy seven okay. stuff. Who do I blame for this? Nobody. It's just interesting little tidbits. Which I mean, you can blame yourself. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mark John. Down. John. John's to blame. Um, first of all, uh, as far uh, on the topic of the GTA originals going back on sale, you know how Rockstar like said, "Oh, uh, they're going to fix them." In deference to our ga- our definitive edition being the shittiest product we've ever made. <laughs> We're putting the original GTA trilogy, so to speak, back up for sale. Um, right. And we were like, last time we were like, oh, that's that's at least a gesture of goodwill. It's not because they're only putting them back up for sale on the Rockstar store, not on Steam or anything. And and, so, and, and for only a certain period of time, I believe. This is not a... Oh, is that they're true? In perpetuity. I, I, you fact check me, but no, I, thought- I think... It was if you I think it's like until like June or something. Well, yeah, yeah I think you, that's where oh, if you buy okay, the game. You, you actually, get it for free. Fl- or Greg, you're you're right. I am conflating it. If you buy the definitive edition, either you pre-ordered it between now and like June of twenty two or something like that, you also get the classic games for free. Yes, but I but I think I was wrong. The classic games will be available in perpet or in pep, you know indefinitely or whatever. Yes, uh, on the Rockstar launcher. 
that that aligns with what I thought. Yeah, right. Um, I just downloaded their launcher. <laughs> I feel so like whereas, I knew that, so I feel remiss for not mentioning that last podcast. That doesn't feel like new information to me. We, oh, we yeah, just I just fl- noticed we didn't mention it. it, and I was I was even like, oh, that's at least something. It's not like it. Whereas it was only ninety percent fuck them for even taking them down in the first place, now it's a hundred percent fuck them for just putting them back well, up on their it's, own. It's kind of it's kind of like their own store. It's kind of like I don't know. Like if you imagine a world where the, the definitive edition was good, I could almost see them doing this anyway. You know what I mean? So it feels like this. This mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a, a reaction to it because it just feels like you said. You know, it, it's a move that it's not like a, a good PR move. In the in a sense, it's just like drawing the bad PR to something they're already doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Overthinking it, but you get what I mean. I I don't think this is going to actually generate goodwill with the people that it matters with. (laughs) Right. Um, I don't know. Rockstar is a mess. Yeah, they're a mess. We'll see how long they can coast on GTA Five on GTA Online. I mean. <laughs> um, next point: Why Arya Stark is in multiverses? Um, oh yeah, we, we asked that question. Last question. Time. So, first of all, I think the more recent project we were trying to think of that was basically a big uh, WB crossover was the new Space Jam movie. Remember that? Okay. Where right, yes. it had a ton of WB characters for no reason at all. Right. Uh, that's the more recent one. I mentioned Lego Movie last time, but the more recent WB crossover that existed for no reason was Space Jam: A New Legacy. Is Arya um, Stark in Space Jam? Did, didn't we I speculate don't think that, so, uh, but it's possible. Didn't we, didn't we speculate that the game rights were divorced from the television rights? Or yeah, something? so we speculated on that. Um, uh, game of Thrones is an HBO license, and HBO is owned by Warner Media. Uh, uh, that's that's it's as simple as that. <laughs> oh. So yeah, just, they, they, they own they, it. They do they do literally own it. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's even simpler than we might have imagined. It's just it's holy it's two levels sh- instead of one shit, level. Holy shit, dude! Then why the I fuck will, did they I, pick I will, Arya I will pay Stark? Tw- I will pay tw- I'll pay twenty bucks for them to add twenty Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> that's about, yeah, just HBO stuff. About Doctor Manhattan. What about uh? Gary Shandling as Larry Sanders from the hit 90s sitcom that yeah. uh, everybody remembers, the Larry Sanders show. What about? What about uh, Paul Atreides? What about someone from Chernobyl? That, that was HBO, right? <laughs> some old some old Russian guy? <laughs> yeah, some Russian guy. Or, or the, the Challenger one, was that HBO? Some, some scientists talking about O-rings? <laughs> Probably. Anywho. That's why Arya Stark is in multiverses. Cause give me, give me, give me Matthew McConaughey as uh, as Cole Rust or Rust Cole and yes, True Detective as yes, a fighter. All right, all right, good to know. And, he, and what, uh, speaking of Paul Atreides from Dune, my next point is uh, we were talking about why the name Paul still exists in the future of Dune, like ten thousand years hence. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Paul and his house of Atreides clearly take Roman inspiration. That's like the thing that I wasn't thinking about last time. Um, the movie is depicting Caladan and house of Atreides as like Scottish influence with the bagpipes and the fucking highlands and whatever. 
but uh right. in 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 the book it's definitely like i mean the names alone like paul atreides uh roman influence okay. i just want to bring that up because like paul to us sounds like a, a sort of a mundane name but it comes from like paulus which is a like a you know a traditional roman name and not to offend so, anybody out there his name is paul it just doesn't seem like a very right right future as i said <laughs> it, name. To, the connotations to us are different from what they really should be because it's a it is like an ancient name you know yeah um, okay i'm glad i'm glad you brought that up yeah i wanted to just because he's definitely putting some roman influences into yeah. now i can watch dune books. too i wasn't now. Gonna, <laughs> i wasn't gonna phew um, and then my last point is about the Streamlabs situation that I talked about last week. Yes. Uh, if you want a good breakdown on the Streamlabs and OBS situation, check out the, I think it's called like Talk About Streamlabs video by uh, the channel Epos Vox. He does like uh, streaming stuff, videos, streaming content videos, um, talks about streaming. And... He did a, a pretty good breakdown on the whole situation, the, the history of it. Seemingly, Streamlabs has been actually even worse than I knew about. And even the things we mentioned last episode are worse than I made it sound. So you can go over to his channel and check that out. Uh, and you will, by the end of it, you'll be like, oh yeah, fuck Streamlabs. <laughs> like, I didn't know right. the extent of their... Uh, I was going to say evil, right, but cool. it's not Check evil. It's just like despicability. Sure. Those are my points. All right. Thank thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, thanks. Thank, I should say, everybody, please thank the corrections officer for yeah. helping no, us like stay true. One. Guest thanks corrections officer. officer Flask. I actually I Flask. hate feel, the name Paul feel free now. To turn in your, feel free to turn in your guns and badge and uh, head back to well, the, the pr- You said I had a hat to wear, but the prop guy did not bring out a hat. I had to do this hatless. So I, I am... Look, right now my people are having somebody fired. Someone tell my must producer, be fired for this blunder. I'm going to tell my producer all about this. He's going to get it taken care of. Uh, okay, just as soon you. as he gets back to the host table. He, he, I like he your professionalism. I like your thank professionalism. You. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? You too. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to head into the round table. And first off, me. I bumped myself up because I got a lot to talk about. And uh, Oh, okay. Oh, you guess you need to do that. <laughs> and, you know what the you know what the hack self-centered. is? You guys know what the hack is? What's the uh, hack? Uh, anybody can do that. I'm the only one who thinks to just do it. But, like, you guys... All right, I'm I'm going first now. Yeah, I think. No, that, sorry, uh, I already called I it. Go first. Uh, actually, I we do. This is a bit of a back background thing behind the scenes, but we do go by a comes firsties system. The dib I system come first. Uh, yeah, but I'm already doing it. Mm. All right, so I'm going to challenge myself. tell me what you're John, doing. John, call shotgun. I'm going to challenge myself. All right? all right, I got three thing, three items on my list. All right, and I'm going to talk about them. In an order that wow. is concise and brief. And I'm going to demonstrate to my fellow hosts, this is how you handle heavy topics in bite-sized minutes of time. Okay. All right. Well, how much time do you have yourself? So here's the three things. Like, number one, that's that's the Larry Sanders show. And I already saved pot time by ingeniously woven that into the intro. 
So I don't even Ooh. need to talk about it. I started watching it. It's good. That's All good. right. Now, number, number two and three, I, I beat two video games. I beat Death Stranding. And then I bought and beat Inscription. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to try to give myself ten minutes max each. Because both those games, you, you can talk a lot about them. I don't think I'm going to need the full ten minutes, though. These are a regular ten minutes, or is this ten New York minutes? These are regular ten it's minutes. 10 with the caveat that, that those are ten spoiler minutes. All right. Now I'm going to spend a minute or two right now, really quick. I want to give a quick preamble to both. Death Stranding. All right. Uh, describe this game quickly without spoilers. Let me just say that, like, I, I definitely think this is a game that should be played. Um, it's fun. It's uh, time consuming. Uh, it and it often mindless in a way that's uh, cathartic for me. The gameplay, at least. The story is interesting. Um, and I don't want to get into criticism for the story or anything. Uh, and, and I guess all my criticisms do lie there. Uh, most of them, at least. Uh, because uh, to do so would be to spoil a lot of it. Um, but I, I guess, actually, to be more specific, which is fine, um, the pacing is, is really what drags that game down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Beyond that, solid 9 out of 10 game. Uh, then uh, well, inscription, script, or, yeah, yeah. There's, I'll, I'll get into it. Uh, sure. With inscription, uh, you know, Vito and Flask are, or Vito and John already discussed this game. Um, you can't really say much about it because it would spoil the game. But let me just say, less than twenty four hours after beating it. The game, it, 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 it's just crazy how audacious and creative and brilliant and designed the game is. And uh, easily, easily a contender, if not just like by default, my game of the year so Whoa. far. Oh, wow. Um, not even just indie game of the there. year? And uh, I would say solid 7.5 <laughs> out of 10. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I would, I, I actually, and Vito and John might even not like this. I, I would, I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. That's, that's uh, a perfect. I mean, score. I love looking at like the game of the year, especially like just the the game award shows. Honestly, not. I mean, I, it was an okay year for gaming. I didn't think it was terrible, but yeah. there was nothing that fucking jumped out of me. So, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see this being my game of the year. I'd have to really look at what came out, though, but I, off right. the top of my head and, you know, being fresh, yeah. Uh, all right, so first I'll get into Death Stranding. I'm going to set a little timer. Give myself 10 minutes. Who does not want to hear Death Stranding spoilers? I guess me. Yeah, I'll, I'll step out. All right. Uh, get out. Great. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Good, man? Okay. Sorry. I, uh, dogs. Wait, you... you you, you do you want to hear Death Stranding spoilers? That's what we're doing now. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna we'll fully play through it. We'll see how good you are. Spoilers for Death Stranding until twenty five twenty two. Uh, I'll man, forget it anyway. Come on now. So the game is so cool. Like Flask put in the little bit that we were talking about last week or the week before about the monster particle of the break bit. So I talked about that. Um. There's just so much, like, weirdness to this game that it's just, like... I, I love how, like... 
loud and proud it is about how weird it is and how self-serious it is at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, like pacing wise, like especially at the end, like the game, like just it has so much interesting going on for it, but it's almost like it's just focusing on the wrong parts of that for me, on the most uninteresting aspects of it. And then once it focuses on them, it just re-explains them over and over and over <laughs> over the course of like two or three hours. And I, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but not really. You um, just can't get enough. I, I don't want to like just like spend all my time here talking about the ending of that game but it's hard not to like john and greg i don't know if you guys are aware of how like how truly insane it is but let me, let me tell you yeah, um, fight america i'm not gonna you know getting into the granular spoil or spoiler details would would mean nothing to you guys because you, you would just have there would just be so much preamble to get there but the gist is is that at the very end um, you know, the Giant game baby. is about the game is about trying to save your sister, who's going to be the present to replace your mom. And one of the plots twists at the end is that you find out they're the same person. And uh, this cutscene where it explains her the same person, it like skips over her explaining it, and you think, "Oh my god, this is insane!" Don't worry though, the game's got your back. Because after that cutscene, you'll spend the next 45 minutes, and mind you, this is going to sound crazy, I'm not going to exaggerate at all when I describe this, you're going to spend the next 45 minutes running on a beach with literally nothing to do, no items, no actions that you can take beyond walk and rest, uh, where if you go too far, the game resets you uh, while the credits are playing. A full credits roll that's interrupted by like four different sequences where you can do nothing but stand there while the character walks around and then gives you the dialogue that the cutscene skipped over. It's it's like a weird interactive credits roll where they could have just given me that fucking dialogue in that cutscene. And you guys might think I'm being crazy here. It's the credits, right? The game's not actually over yet. Less than like an hour and a half later, you will get another full credits roll that you have to sit through to <laughs> see true. more of the ending uh -huh. of the game. There are literally got them though. There's like a, a over a two and a half hour sequence. There are two full like twenty plus minute credit rolls that you just have to sit through. Yeah, but now you, I mean, you really appreciated, you know, who's hitting who made that, and, and yeah, you can catch the in. name that and, you missed the and, first time. Yeah, and and this is gonna really get into my nerd nerdy, you know, my whatever here, but. Uh, when you at the end of that beach sequence, you're 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 basically you're trapped in death world beyond time or whatever. You're death you start world. hearing the static of your friends who are making plans to save you, and then you hear them arrive and then save you. And you get back and like there's like this really cool sequence where like a dead man is explaining how they saved you, and it's like holy fuck, these are like really cool ideas that this game could have just spent the last two hours showing me instead of like. Making me fucking run around on a beach and then telling me this stuff—it's yeah, like you wouldn't have earned it, you know. Like with the you know, nice beach run, it's crazy. Yeah, but what he's saying is that the way it presents it is also very much tell, not show. <laughs> it's like right, you right. could have just shown exactly. it instead of telling. No, 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 right. you didn't earn it that way. You don't. There's this whole see... there's this whole thing where the game throughout sets up this concept where your body and soul are linked but distinct. Your soul is over here. Your body is over here. Uh, while you're on Earth, you know your your body and your soul are the same. But uh, 
that is not true for everybody. Like the game tells you that throughout the game, and so when she tells you that her mom, that your mom is your sister, you you actually already have all the tools to figure that out. And maybe you can explain a little bit more, give some help for the people who weren't like paying attention and so crazy about it. Uh, but you don't need to spend your whole ending explaining that concept that you set up throughout your game. What what I'm getting at is that, like it, it's all good stuff. Like it's good story content that's genuinely interesting, but um, the pacing is really off. Spends a lot of time telling, not showing, like Flask said. Um, and he does have like really interesting ideas that he didn't focus on, um, which is disappointing. And, and as you said before, too much repetition of the same things over and over again. Right, just kind of padding over and over. Time. To kill Mads. There's a lot. Uh, you find out that Mads is your father, and uh, you oh. accept him. And give him a little I hug. Think you give exactly. You give him a hug, and I think he moves. I love on. you, Daddy. Uh, pretty, and that, that was actually going to be that that was actually going to be my next point. Um, I I just spent almost half my time talking shit about the game, so let me recover a little bit about that nine out of ten. Uh, nine out of ten is maybe sitting a little strong, but I, I I think you know realistically, if I remove all the emotion from it, the game is closer to an eight to an eight point five. But I do give it credit for being what it is is like a true auteur's vision, and for doing some things actually crazy well. It's crazy yeah. how cheesy all the characters are and <laughs> in a way that the game makes you like fall super in love with them. Um, some other journalists said this first. Or some journalists, I'm not going to pretend to be a journalist, said this first, but um, it's like uh, when Fragile says, I'm fragile, but I'm not that fragile. You like kind of like cringe and roll your eyes, but then like at the end of the game, she says it and you're like saying to yourself, fuck yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, the characters are great. Uh, I feel you. The characters yeah, Kojima are has this strange power to make that happen, to make the cheesiest like, things, the corniest, the, the cheesiest, like craziest things. characters are, are the love. Actually, you know, it, 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 uh, a good analog of that specific tendency, that specific vibe, would be like the Yakuza games, the side stories. You know what I mean? Just like the yeah. characters brimming with like compassion and love, and like, yeah, like uh, one of the most touching moments of the game is watching. Mad sing a lullaby to uh the BB who you, who to a a B to a BB not your BB you were in with Sam also as one of the twists at the end. What happens to your BB? Do you end up smashing on some rocks or does it grow up or do you flush it on the toilet? What happens to things? So that's uh, actually real, one of the act genuinely effective things about the yeah, game. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's it's a true truly emotional ending that works. Uh, but the true ending to the game is that. Um, your BB has just done too much and it's ready to be retired. Like you're told that at basically the beginning of the game, and you decide to just keep pushing it. So it's not a surprise. Like you're you're told all game is going to happen. Um, right. But you find out through like flashbacks, cutscenes, some weird shit on your way to the incinerator that all these cutscenes you've been having of a BB watching Mads Mikkelsen, the scientist. Uh, were actually your memories and not BB's memories. And you were a BB that was in a pod that Mads broke all the laws and got himself killed for by releasing him from the pod. And so with that realization, at the very end, you decide to go off network so that you can't be tracked, release the BB from a pod, and uh, you get a hint that, uh, well, not a hint, you're explicitly told because the game doesn't hint things. You're explicitly told that uh, the BB survived and 
this is your new wife now is raising this kid. Nice. All right, I can get behind that. That's really nice. going to be and, pretty and, cool. And actually, this, this probably won't land at all because you haven't played the game, but um, there's a really effective ending where throughout the game it's called BB, and then Sam randomly gives it the name Lou, which gives some characterization. Um, and at the very end of the game, the last frame of the game, is Sam clutching hands with the BB and saying Louise, where you find out once it's released from a pod that it's actually been a girl the whole time. It's, like, it's just like a weird, meaningless twist that somehow is like, oh, cool. There's also... Um, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that song that Maz sings to what turns out to be you in the flashbacks, you know, the lullaby. And then yeah. in that last trek to go release Lou... Lou oh, that's um, really good, too. BB's lullaby? It, yeah, BB's song plays, and it's this whole huge orchestrated version of the lullaby, and it's a great song and that plays while you're going traveling. Yeah. I recommend you two specifically at least look up that sequence. It's called Chapter 14, I think. It's the last chapter of the game, but look up the sequence of him carrying Lou to the incinerator. And with that being said, um, great game. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for Kojima's next project. He needs an editor. And that was just about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he needs an editor. That's the biggest takeaway. He can do so, he can do so good, but he needs an editor. And now everybody stop having fun because... <sighs> I, um... I'm not sure if this is true or not, real quick, but uh, I think he's going to show his like next thing off at the Game Awards. That'd be cool. It might be a movie, for all we know. Yeah, true. Uh, welcome back, Fido. That was just about 10 minutes on Death Stranding, and I have one question to ask the group. Uh, who here does not want to hear spoilers for Inscription? Me! <laughs> I'm also fine with that. I... Watched a VTuber play yeah. it. Yeah, and you sat through our yeah. Inscription talk as well. Yeah, so I'll, I'm good. Spoilers for Inscription until 4219. I'm sticking yeah, it through. So, um, listeners, I am just kind of picking up the thread from the, those guys. Those guys had a great talk about it a couple episodes ago where uh, it kind of broke down uh, the whole game and most of what happened in it. Uh, I'm not interested in doing that. Just because that's already been done. Those guys said most of what I would have said about it. Um, I will say, though, that like one big divergence in opinion I've had about this game, not just from you guys, but what I see in general, and it's just kind of like a minor fun note to start out on. Um, I know both of you guys were not a big fans of Part 2, and, and a lot of people <clears throat> think Part 2 is this big slog, but John saw me play and beat it, and like, 90 minutes, right? I mean, I I kind of breezed through it. Um, it. It did not... And did I, and I explored... Really quickly. Maybe two I, hours. And I, and, and I explored a lot of it. Like, I feel like my game was like four or five hours part one, maybe two hours part two, and then maybe four hours part three. Can I... Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem at all with part two. Or did no, I no, it's not... It's, not it, it, it's more like... Uh, I think we it's both said that it was like our least least yeah, favorite. I, not that it wasn't good. It was just like yeah. I, I mean, if it's I my wanted, least I wanted, favorite, I wanted to be it's... I wanted to be clear that I'm not talking about what you guys are saying specifically. Like you guys both said it was your least okay. favorite, but also we did. I think people okay. have said online, like commonly, that it was their least favorite in the slog. But okay. I, I'm just I'm just voicing. I genuinely had no problem with that. I had yeah. You know, Me neither. I, game, I didn't think it was the a game. Slog literally at all. just kept getting better and better throughout, and I did miss the old parts of the game, but. 
not as much as I was enjoying the new parts. Even if, like, I, I wasn't 100% on board with him at first. I, I just kind of trusted that the game was going to take me somewhere good. And I kind of, like, enjoyed that trust. You know what I mean? Cool. I just knew the game was going to keep taking me to cool places after a certain point. And it did take me a minute to click with it. Like, that first part of the game, I think, is a fun gameplay loop. But I played Slay the Spire enough times to, like, beat maybe, like, one Ascension and, like, beat the game, like, once on a couple characters. But I did not play that game for, like, 100 hours. You know, I'm not a grinded-out deck builder kind of guy. And and I, and I knew this game was probably not going to 100% be that. But I was expecting it to be basically the first three hours of the game with, like, some cool meta stuff in the escape room was kind of what I was expecting. When the game, like, totally changed and gave me that Pokemon world, I was like, man, that's nuts. Yeah, same. And what about when it did it the third time? <laughs> so that was even better because you have no idea what to expect, and the last thing you would expect is to go back to part one, which is basically what the game does except give it a robot, like, robot layout in a way that totally makes sense in the game's story. So it's totally consistent and coherent, but like, it it, it surprises well, you, you know. It surprises yeah, you for I mean, how like it, not it surprising it is. Part one and two, you know? though, because like if you, I mean, it's part one because you're playing the card game again, but it's part two because if you look out, if you right, zoom out right. of Robotopia, yeah, it's just the map from part two, like the robots. Yeah, that was that was right, cool. right. But it, but it's back in the cabin is is more what I yeah mean, yeah you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, that part is what blew my brain. I mean, because, yeah, I actually got fairly, I mean, I, like you said, I mean, it, it, it is, it, there is deck building, obviously. The game is leaning enough where it gives you enough outs where, I mean, it's not expecting you to, like, outsmart it. It's like, you, you got outs. Right. Uh, and I think I got pretty lucky. I think I probably got out of the cabin on, like, my, like, the... The second, because like you go through a run, and then like you know, actually the first run, it'll automatically kill you. I believe if you get like, uh, yeah, to the minor or after, it'll start That's to turn cool. all your cards into bears. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think the, and then and then you go through that, and then you like it lets you die another time, and it gives you like a totem. And I think I lucked out. I like won the time after I got my totem because I just got these fucking ant cards and a shark. Uh, so I didn't get to spend as much time in in the first area. I think I, that maybe why I liked it. I don't know, not the best, but I, I like the first area a lot. But yeah, but when they obviously when the second area hit, I mean, because I I came into the game. I mean, I bought it like the night it came out, right, and totally I blind. I didn't even watch the Steam video. Yeah, I had no idea. I was yeah, I was just looking for more card game. Actually, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna unlock more cards or something, or like this is gonna be how you know like you reach you know whatever the next step in this like the the new a new set of maps. Yeah, and then when it did right. that, dude, I was just fucking. I think I stayed up for yeah for like an extra couple hours that night. Just like by myself, just playing it. Uh, I mean, it was it was just amazingly delightful all the way through. Um, it, if I were to leverage any criticism, and this is just like looking for stuff to nitpick, I did feel like most of the stuff to at least advance the story was simple enough. But I think that's like puzzle wise. I mean, and I think that's fine because the game has so much more complexity there if you're looking for it. Yeah, which is, yeah, and there was, which is, I mean, there which, was even like, uh, like puzzles that I, you know, watching you or Vito play that I, I didn't do, like the the clover puzzle. It was, I right, mean, there's just things right. there like you don't even have to do them if you don't want to. But they definitely aid you. I mean, I like it, the clover looked like it carried over to part two, and you can get like a new hand that's like incredibly useful. Right. Um, but you can also, you know, whatever the game's not not hard enough where you can't do it without. Um, there, there's just so much about that game that like. 
earlier I called it like audacious and what and creative and like what I mean by that is like there's so much to this game that so much love and time and effort was put into mm-hmm. that they just did not need to do. Like so many yeah. systems are created and then just thrown away. And that and, and that's so strange in like a really cool way. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite bits is uh, right right at the end when the you're end. um you're playing Fine. like the 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 ghost lady or whatever. And she yeah. starts a boss fight where it's like, oh, the pirate. And it starts playing the pirate music. And almost immediately after it starts playing the pirate music, like her mask is deleted and all the cannons do. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a good bit. I mean, that, but not even just that. But then, like, they, they go and they, they build this whole, like, unique board for her, too. Like, they didn't need to go do that. They built this. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And they, they whole, you know, like, and they, yeah, all the cards, they, you know, uh, yeah. the bone cards, they, like, you know, made all the models for those i'm sure it's not crazy work but yeah, like you said absolutely did not need to be done right and if and uh Dude, the fucking like uh, like the like Egyptian the Yu-Gi-Oh thing one. at the very yeah. end yeah There's like a, they, they oh, yeah, built the like, one yeah like like i i know the battle is just kind of like a narrative battle you just click a to win but like they built 3d models for those cards that yeah. actually act like they literally just built like a game sandbox for this one unique part of the game that you'll play for less than five minutes. It's in, it's incredible how how audacious it is. And then you go like for, even more than that, like the the golly fight, one of the last boss fights. They built this whole, they literally built a whole like framework for a net code that connects you to another player to give them a card and then re- and receive a card from a random player. I did look that up. That is real. Oh yeah, that yeah that, that part that, was that multiplayer. Sick. That multiplayer thing really exists literally just for that one part. If it didn't work for you, you would have got a message that said that I uh, couldn't find any other player who were fighting the boss, and they would have just given you the card. Yeah, it's so crazy, because like I said, when I was first doing it, it took a long time, and I was sitting there, I was like, is this game just doing a bit with me? And I really, I thought it was, because I was like, there's no way they did that. But then I watched Vito do it, and his guy fucking used his card, or like, won really quick. I was like, wow, that was not like the same as mine. But then yours was also long, so I was like, dude, I I think it is, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I was really looking cool some stuff up earlier. It, it's real, yeah. And then, uh, you know, and the game like executes so well on all of these. Like the Yu-Gi-Oh idea is something I think is compelling. Like maybe I wouldn't play it, but I could see a game like that being played. You know, like somebody who really enjoyed that. There's so much like different. There's like ten different deck building ideas in this game. They're all executed pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. For it's sure. crazy. It's crazy how well all that synergized and how much effort was put into those little things. Yeah. I was trying. There was something I was gonna forgetting something. Well, so, I know you mentioned a certain historical figure we'd be talking about. Well, hang on. I'm <laughs> I gonna don't get to see that. how that I'm rolls get into the description. <laughs> Oh, it'll get there. Last thing before I get to that. Uh, I was going to talk, like, just to put a final cap on how good each of these systems are. Like, I would play a game based out of, like, so many of the, so many of the, any one ideas in this game. People talk a lot about the first part of the game, but, like, any, like, any of the parts of the game with a fully fleshed out, like, 20 hour skin, Slay the Spire clone or whatever, I would play and probably enjoy yeah, yeah, and I think it's credit to the game in the second part, and I mean, it just worked out this way. I mean, all three of us played different decks, and we all really liked those decks, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not like yeah. it was like, you know, one that they put care into, and like three, you were just like, eh, whatever, this is the other stuff, you know? Um, sure. I mean, they're all viable, and they're all fun. They're, I mean, they're all totally solid. Uh, like you said, I would have played a full game with any of those decks. 
Yeah, I'm really glad you played the nerd duck too because I I, didn't, I wasn't sure if that was even like a viable. I didn't. Deck. That's what I was telling him. Dude, I was, I was like, dude, I me was, I, did not understand it, but he he explained. I died, to me in, I died in like two, two or maybe three times. That that's uh, what I'm saying. I feel like, like he did better I, than I was us. Blowing through he, it. he blew through that shit. Uh, he yeah. he had a little trouble on the very first like the the bone lady, but after he got some cards, yeah, dude, he, he started fucking like I looked over. I was thinking we were playing gears. I looked back and yeah, he was already at like the transcendence. Hmm. Um, uh, the, the last thing I want to talk about is that the game could have done everything that I just said and you guys talked about last pod and then ended and it w it still probably would have been a 10 out of 10 game to me. But like then it goes and builds this whole like complex ARG on top of it that it's just so insane. Like, uh, and, yeah, and, I didn't and look I'm into giving, any I'm of that. I'm just giving credit for how like clever it is and how the, it, it does not involve just like going to random websites. It involves doing weird specific actions in game to like get more clues. Oh, I won't really? go into all of it here. Yeah, you you should check out that document. I won't go into all of it here, but I will say credit to myself. That thing that I posted at Vito that my colleagist note I saw is the first clue you're supposed to find. So you're supposed to decode that note. That I found to go to the next place. Well, you know, I guess I did it's some notice... crazy shit. Like you know when your your screen is scrolling like error crunching blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Like all the red text is scrolling on the screen. If you hit Control C, you'll go into a fully functioning command prompt in game. And like some of solving the clues involves like hacking the game through that command prompt during those sequences. It's crazy. It is naughty. I I did notice in the very like last. Um... Like screen, you know, like after you know you uh, that thing crawls over to you and doesn't shake your hand, and you like in that white zone, you can like yeah, you're supposed that's to walk the, the old clue. data. You uh you paused really quick, and I noticed that there was some like binary in like the little pause menu. Yeah, there was, like three yeah. lines of it, and I I wondered what that was, and I was like, yeah, whatever. But I I did notice that when you paused really quick. So you you get to the end, and you get to the old data, right? So the, the world's deleted, and the game tells you about it's been hinting about this crazy old data um and you're thinking you have no idea what it could be and you you finally go to it and you just see scrolls of like emails and like department of justice forms and like this shit like that and your character starts freaking out starts screaming no 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 and uh you, you start know, smashing the game start smashing the game and next thing you hear or basically next thing that happens is that uh somebody who works for the game company visits your character's house and kills him so yeah, you might pop. like what I initially thought. And I don't know what you guys thought, but I, I, you know, I just thought that's the end of it. That's the end of the game, and you know what he found was like evidence of the deep state. You know, like Illuminati. You know what I mean? Sure. You, don't, you don't need to know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought some MK Ultra it, game or whatever. Yeah, it, it's actually way more it. specific than that. Shit, dude. Uh, all, right, all right, and it, it involves an old German folk tale of a card game that. Was city to hell or something like that, but, you know, old German card game folktale crazies. Yeah. Uh, it's a real, people. it's a real card game and real. It's a, it's also a real card game, but it, but it has world. a right, and it's called Carnoffel. And the story goes is that when the Soviets invaded, uh, they found Hitler's body inside Hitler's pocket was um, uh, a deck of cards, a deck of Carnoffel cards. And they were ordered in a very specific, very specific way, known as the Carnoffel Code. And the Carnoffel Code 
uh, evoke some kind of like ancient demon evil, like literally like a demon, like an ancient evil, or something like that. Why is it somewhere al- somewhere along the way? The Carnival Code made its way from Hitler uh, into this game studio, which actually served as a front for the CIA. And the game studio was making legitimate game products on the side, and somehow the Carnival Code uh, was accidentally found or was accidentally incorporated into inscription. So that's not quite the end, but like it turns out that the real plot of this game, on, t- on top of everything that happens in the game, is the game is trying to spread itself to like literally spread the existence of of an ancient evil of a demon. Right. That I mean that part they kind of tell. I mean, well, you don't know that. I guess the game is evil, but you know that you know that that's the robot's plan. You know, at the right, right before he gets his. Come you know up that and, he's trying to copy himself, yeah. which which sounds like an AI overlord thing, but but it's really a demon yeah. thing. You know what I mean? That's the best okay. I'm getting at. Um, and the final twist. To the ARG, the thing they found out at the very end is that uh, the Luke Carter main character failed, and that the inscription that we're playing on Steam is the version that was copied and sent over the internet before it was deleted. Hmm. Got him. But you know, I, I just want to talk about that because I think it's kind of funny that this game s- somehow links to Soviets and Hitler. Oh yeah, and you German and you game, would but, never know that if you just played the game and didn't like. Right, but like it, it's just amazing or, that like on top of this just legitimately good game in so many ways, there's also this really weird and unique ARG. Right. Um, last thing, I've already gone over my ten minutes. I'm closer to fifteen. But last thing, um, just a unique story. But like part of that ARG involved some people going to the physical coordinates in the game and digging up. Um, something that Daniel Mullins, the creator of the game, left. And that led to Daniel Mullins contacting them, I think. And they met back up at that spot, and Mullins recorded a video where he murdered them, and that somehow became part of the ARG. It's crazy. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, recorded a video where he fake murdered them. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Great game, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'm really glad you liked it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna pull flies yeah, back good. in, and uh, that's my roundtable. That was beautiful. The first one was definitely a solid ten minutes. No, nobody's gonna doubt that. The second, closer to fifteen. Fired. Yeah, yeah, but you know the second one, you we had you know us interjecting, so it's really. Yeah, yeah, I was trying. I was trying not to say too much. I said my piece. All that being said, we're gonna move on to our next host. Perhaps he's a guest if he wants to put on a different hat. His name is Flask. They have no mm-hmm. hats here, dude. Your your studio has a dearth of hats. I don't know who told Flask. you that they had hats ready, but you got to fire some people. My head is I'm so actually, cold. I'm actually blind, and I'm only half sure of what a hat is. But Have you been you to the, the offices last? of your costuming department lately? It's a ghost town. I'm too busy playing video games. Hey, me too. Which ones? Prove it. Fine, I'll prove it to you. I'll talk to you about th- my first video game. <clears throat> uh, okay. I, I almost, I almost don't even need to mention this one, but uh, I played around twenty to thirty minutes of Forza Horizon Five. Forza Horizon Five. 
you know, the car game. The game of the year, you mean? The game of the year. The car game of the year. Um, Is it, in fact, the car game of the year? <laughs> well, as I said, I played, like, maybe at max half an hour of it, and I'm like, I'm probably not looking to dedicate or invest any time into this right now. And so I uninstalled it. I was just like, I'm, this is not what I'm looking for right now. I did. I mean, I played some Forza Horizon 4 on Game Pass, like, you know, a year or two, whenever it was on, uh, whenever it came to Game Pass originally. Um, looks great, for sure. It looks, looks like a great car game mm-hmm. in a great car place. Um, the only reason I bring it up is because the game freaked me the fuck out. Uh, when after I made my character, it introduced me by my name, my real name. <laughs> so clearly it was reading an what? existing save file from Forza uh, Horizon 4 where I had used my name. But I didn't know it would do that on Game Pass. So it just called me by my name and I was like, holy shit. It startled me. Um, it's just, also, it was unexpected. I think I also played the first race. Yeah, I saw that you had a little bit of time, but I'm sure wow. I, I figured you that does not it. sound like game of the year. I don't know about you. Yeah, guys. I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't like uh, racing games. Yeah, you, you, you heard. You guys heard it from the racing authority of video games. No, Forza. Sorry. More like, more like no Morza. More no Morza. Morza. Here. He'll let me know. No Morza Borza. Yeah, it's just. I think me and you probably have the same feeling, Vito, of like, nah. <laughs> No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty. It was. I I, I thought I liked racing I, games too, but I, I don't know. Pretty. I also will uh, say that the location, the environment of Mexico, is a lot more interesting visually and landscape wise and everything than, than the last the one, UK yeah. was in the fourth one. Yeah, just personally, yeah. I like the setting of Mexico better. Um. Yeah, good, good, good looking game, and and surely good playing game. I'm just not that guy. Uh, as for my next project, video gaming, I played Dishonored. No, that's right. I played Dishonored. You fools! No, no, you did. Didn't. You, no way. Did you finish the video game? I did. I played its DLC as well. No, well, you did much more than I did. I, yeah. I, I really like that game, but I only did like half of it. Yeah, listeners might recall Andy had played it earlier this year because it is is on Game Pass, um, the definitive edition. So you can honestly just go check out uh, episode 53 for a good discussion. He um, talks about it and goes into more detail than I will. But I replayed. So this is my second time playing through the game uh, since it came out. And this, but this is my first time playing the DLC, and uh, the DLC is actually pretty sizable. It's like an expansion on its own, um, six hours of content maybe on its own. Basically, I wanted to play Deathloop sometime soon, like ultimately, and I also wanted to play Dishonored again at some point, and Dishonored two for the first time at some point. But I didn't want to do the former before the latter. I didn't want to play Deathloop before playing the Dishonored games through. Uh, that didn't feel right in my mind, you know. Like I, I'll, I will get to dis, uh, Deathloop at the end. Uh, but I don't have too much to say except that it's still a solid ass game. Uh, you know, it, it it holds up as a great example of conservation 
and concentration, allowing for great replayability. You know, it's not like in a super expansive game, but what sure, it does, it sure. does super focused, concentrated. The tight what kind of run did you do? Uh, look, I just did another stealth run, another uh, like ghost no kill run as much as I could because I like the challenge of that and the the way it feels. But I actually wrote down for myself, do a murder run at some point because I was reminded again how fun that can potentially be, and I do want to do that. So at some point, I will go back and do a death run of death of Dishonored. I, I think I think I was just getting kind of bogged down in the tedium of of repeating a level when I had messed up, which sure. you know, uh, is it, part of that loop and is and it's a lot of fun for a while, and, it, and it's really just your taste and what you want yeah, to do at the time. I that's guess. a standard though that people like you and I hold to ourselves, and so we kind of. Uh, well, sure. Sabotage ourselves yeah, it, in a way. It, it, it is absolutely self-imposed. The game does not require me to do that. Yes, we're both like that. I would say. Yeah. Um. The, the, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say the tight weaving of of gameplay and level design, uh, and objective variance in like what you can actually do with each objective. Excellent stuff. The second game, Dishonored Two, I played that as well. I bet you didn't oh, see that coming. Geez. What? Oh my god! I did not. I did not see a Dishonored two showing up after this Dishonored one. I bet you didn't. Two games and two Dishonored games in two weeks. I know. It's a lot of Dishonored. This, this this man is climbing through Arcane. I'm climbing through Arcane. It's not and very honorable. How did you feel playing it after the first one? It is a fun game to play. Uh, I mean, if you like the Dishonored of the Dishonored game. If you like the gameplay of Dishonored, you'll like this for sure. Um, there's some really inventive levels. You almost always have multiple ways to complete your objectives. The maps are intricately designed, uh, similar to Dishonored. Secret paths, different means of uh, entry or egress. It's a full experience. Um, there are some other things for me to say about it, though. In terms of performance... Uh, it started up really messed up for the first time I launched it and I had to change several settings to fix it. Apparently the PC port was regarded as a disaster at the time. I did not remember this. Uh, but after that early kerfuffle, I, I really had no issues. So they must have fixed it to an extent. But when it first start, launched, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> I genuinely thought I wasn't going to get it working at first. Um... But it's funny, for being of a generation after the first Dishonored, like a, you know, console generation or whatever you want to call it, um, it feels a, like a little less well-designed than the first game. Like everything is more cluttered and over-designed as a result of having more fidelity to work with, more resources to work with. Um, the, simplic the, the simplicity of the first game, I think, imparts a timelessness that I'm not sure Dishonored 2 will have in another... Well, actually, wait. Dishonored 2 is already, like, five years old? I don't know. But the 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 design, like, even the UI and stuff is just a little more cluttered and over-designed, I would say. Um, and parts of what gave Dishonored its visual distinctiveness was the art design by the same guy who was art director on Half-Life 2. So uh, Dunwall had a particular aesthetic that I enjoyed, whereas this game takes you to a new region and uh, takes environments in a new artistic direction 
which at first I wasn't that impressed by, but I came to really admire the environmental design. Sounds cool. Yeah. And art direction. It's like a whole different vibe. It's not quite as much my like particular bag, if you want, if you will, as the first game's done well, but I still I still grew to enjoy it, whereas first at first I wasn't that keen on it. There's areas that are quite beautiful in their attention to to that detail. Um story wise uh it was jarring to I, I don't think I will spoil anything with this. It it was jarring to roll right from the last Dishonored DLC uh into the beginning of Dishonored 2 because of a plot element that feels like a retcon right away. Uh they they do actually eventually explain it, but I I don't think any of the devs played the last DLC for Dishonored 1, Brigmore Witches, uh, right before starting Dishonored 2, because it feels like you just spun your wheels a bit, uh, even though like years have passed in between the games. So I don't think they were designed with that in mind. Uh, but while that's an initial impression that goes away, honestly, the rest of the plot isn't too compelling. It kind of retreads familiar ground. It doesn't feel quite as vivid as the first game. and the first game is no like great shakes at plot it's it's kind of got a simplistic sort of revengey i've never really you know Ar- arcane is not necessarily known for its plot though it does no have, though it has made immersive set pieces yeah prey is probably the most interesting one that i can think of uh but even that but but, but, but even then i think of the common criticism is that it living in like it. the I, I think a common criticism of that game is like the the intro sequence is like deceiving for how little plot there actually is throughout the game. Like sure, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, the, the, I, I'm just the, saying it's not surprising. The plot is certainly not the reason you play arcane games in general and Dishonored uh, series, but it sort of retreads familiar ground from from the first game. Um, also, unrelated, if you're gonna have a callback character reveal in the sequel uh you might not want to recast the voice actor between games and change the character model's skin tone and facial structure between games it had only been three years between the the appearances of this character yeah but it's like an assassin tray they can change their face or something You know what, John? I didn't think about that. Yeah, you got punched in the face a bunch. That'll change your face structure. Without knowing about that uh, that lore, I was I was kind of uh, <laughs> jarred by the the complete like them trying to make a reveal of it, but you could never have guessed because the character is completely different from the game you just played three years ago. You know, ostensibly. Anyway, that's just an aside. Overall, yeah, Dishonored and Dishonored 2, both good games. Both good games. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for right now, yeah. I'll have more to discuss next week. All right, cool. Of course, naturally. Are, is it going to be more arcane games? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you don't want to be spoiled on your next treat, do you? Yeah. No. No, not really. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to do a quick round table for a break. And I think that's from Greg. Greg, I, I see in the schedule nothing. Now, unless that's talking about the recent Bob Odenkirk movie, in which There's case, nobody. I think. 
Right, that's nobody. Fucked. Or this is talking about the longing, which is about nothing. Or I the think nothing that from the means, never ending story. I gotta be waiting. honest. Or maybe it's maybe. about Seinfeld, a show about nothing. You start watching. Oh, it. yeah, you've been watching Seinfeld, nothing. my dude. Well, I only have a few things to talk about, but they're really not important. That's not nothing. All, well, they're really, they're really nothing. No, you are okay. something. No, it's not really anything. You yeah, are. I can take like five Well, minutes, hang maybe. on. Let, let's hear them out. They might be nothing. It's not. It's nothing. I've been, uh, I've just been hanging out with Eric. And we've been playing Mario Party every day for like the last week. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's that's yeah. awesome. Just the two of you? Uh, me, him, and Russell. Uh, we just keep going back and forth and playing. Uh, usually, yeah, that's why I haven't been around. I've, uh, I'll get on there and we'll just fucking play Mario Party or like Custom Party Robo or something ends. like that. Are you winning Mario Party more often than they are? Uh, are you the Mario's <laughs> party? I have to say, uh, it's been pretty uh, straight down the line with wins for us. Uh, the bot, the bot that we I always throw on hard usually beats us in the last like five minutes because he just steals all our shit. But nice. uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, that's cheating, bitch. That's really the only game I've been playing. Uh, I would have had more next. I will have more next week because. Uh, at 4.30 in the morning tonight, I will be getting up to play uh, Final Fantasy, the new expansion. Oh, no. No, so, I'm going to cancel it. God, so, uh, we're going to take the servers offline with this Final with, Fantasy like, industrial sabotage. 13-2 was released on Game Pass. So Pass. I don't, I don't know. Anything about I don't know. Greg doesn't care about any Final Fantasy games aside from 14. I have all, I was like, I got on the train with 15. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then Eric wanted me to play 14. And I was like, dude, 14 is really cool. I like Final Fantasy now. And I refuse well, to play any other Final Fantasy game. As a guy who likes Final Fantasy games in, in general, well, let me tell you, Vito. Final Fantasy 13 is a game series. Doesn't it that suck? Well, this is thirteen dash two. I have heard the thirteen two the, is better than thirteen. I've heard I've heard thirteen two is better, but I'll, I'll just say this: I, I've only played the first game, and I would say it's a good game. I definitely liked it. Uh, it has many flaws, um, but it feels like a game that like is not worth playing in an era or in a world where there's too many good games. Right. Hey, I wasn't gonna play anyway, so you don't have to. Well, now you have convince to convince me. It's not bad. <laughs> I watched you play like 20 minutes of Nier Automata. Dude, that's a game I want to play. Minutes. Final Fantasy XIV has an entire raid off it. of uh, Nier. Yeah, I, I don't know why you would play that. That's weird. I was trying to expand my horizons. I warned you. Is that you know, so you could have wrong? Asked me. It was yeah, too far like, out. That's, yeah, like, that's like expanding horizons by being like, I've never left my hometown. I'm going to go to Japan. Yeah, and guess that's what? Literally, that's like literally what I did in video games. Vito, guess as what? As I'm <laughs> that's what I'm fucking yeah. doing, bro. But well, guess no, what? Maybe, maybe, maybe go down to the state um, fair first. No, I hope that's you get to go, Greg. I really hope I do too, and people stop being fucking stupid and uh, ruining my life. Yep. That'd be no, pretty I cool. Won't do it. Uh, but that's enough of that. That's enough of that nonsense. Uh, and the last thing I've been doing, I I have one more episode left, but I've been watching part six of JoJo Stone Ocean. Uh, I yes. haven't started it yet. Do not 
Well, I mean, I already uh, know what happens, but well, yeah. Well, I mean, how uh, actually? How's the animation? Is it John, Chef's kiss, Chef kiss. Wow, uh, it's beautiful. I uh, I have to say, I fucking. I only have one episode left, but goddamn, I think I love Stone Ocean. Like that might be my se- that might be my second favorite after Part did, Two. Did, did 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 JoJo beat Dio yet? Um. <laughs> well, Andy, you think he would have? <laughs> you think he would have? But for some reason, Dio just Dio is everywhere, and it really, it's really embarrassing. But uh, I love it. The Solid opening, uh, solid characters, solid, uh, solid stands, just solid, solid all the stone. way around. Uh, I keep, Am for I some reason, though, I keep confusing it Star Ocean. Ocean for some reason. I keep calling the fucking show Star Ocean, and I'm like, I don't... Yeah, it's funny, you just sound like an old person. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's understandable. I, I keep looking at, because Jolene has a fucking, the star tattoo that all the Joe stars have on her back. I'm like, oh, it's Star Ocean. Yeah, that's it. Close Makes enough. Sense. I mean, Star Stone, you know. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I'm very boring. Great. Hey, no, that, that, was, that was fine. Nothing. That was a, that says. was a typical good small report roundtable, and I'm fine with that. It's a good balance to the hefty one that I dropped earlier. This. Uh, yeah, I know. I I mean, oh wait, I have one more thing actually. Uh, it's oh, this like gonna be like this is gonna be like ten seconds. Uh, me and Oxo are watching another series of 90 Day, and it's literally Jesus the worst Christ. season we've ever watched. I don't, I'm not gonna go into it. That's for another day. But oh my god, you just don't think these people get worse, and they get worse. I have been thinking about this one dude for like three days now, and I cannot stop thinking about how much I fucking hate this guy. That's he's all I got. Rent free, dude. Dude, he's living rent free in my head. Hey, uh, that's it. About that show and being completely fine. This is an episode about timeliness. We've done uh, almost exactly an hour, by my estimate, of when the pod started. I think it's about time for a break. And before I go to break, at least, Flask, uh, I, with Death Stranding, I'm going to cheat. And you can throw this in either right now or maybe earlier. But I wanted to know, because I didn't talk about the gameplay much at all, that I do have 88 and a half hours in the game. And I did, as I hinted on an earlier podcast, I was trying to do. I did get a five star with every prepper in the game. It was like thirty six of them or something like that. Uh, okay. Are you done bragging? Or can we get a break? I'm just. Sa- I'm just yeah, saying. I'm that's a lot of prep work. Or... I I'm just saying that like, I I, I guess I just wanted to emphasize that this game's uh, loop really worked with me. Yeah, I had so, no problem with the gameplay at all. I, I enjoyed myself. Well you're enough. not done bragging yet. Yeah, and before everybody leaves for the break, um, I've got about 30 or 40 minutes uh, to talk about some of the of the things I saw in Death Stranding. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to start talking. Um, Andy, shut the up. I will definitely not see you guys back here in 10 minutes from now because you're not on break. That, that would not be expected because you're not on break, but... Alright, I'll see you in a bit. Oh, yeah. Andy, start the no, talk. No, you won't, um, you'll see him now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... Let's see. Uh, on October 30th, I connected my first... Everybody's good to go. I'll just kind of <clears> segue <throat> seamlessly into a one. Two. 
Three. Four. <laughs> I wasn't. I, you had to give Five. me a second. I was in the. I was still in the other Discord screen. I got, well, that's right. It, see, that, see, uh, it seems like it seems like some people. I was frantically like trying to figure attention. out which. They're still alt tabbing. They're texting while we're trying to get a fucking production. Whatever. I get it. All right, Vito. I'm going to give you one more chance. You hear me? One. Two. All right. He came in. Three. Aggressive. Four. Five. You said one chance, so I came in with the two. He just said one again. Do, do no one more even... time. Do one more time. How many more times? One. One more time. Two. Three. <laughs> Four. Five. See, Vito, I thought that hard, man. <laughs> need to grow up. You guys are being silly. Fly, can, we, can we fucking fly, be serious? Flask, you feel good about that one? Two. Three. <laughs> Four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually asking that question. <laughs> that was not meant to be a bit. I was sincerely asking that. You question. cannot throw John off. He is on he's, the fucking he's, money. He's, he's, the funniest fucking. I'm man. ready for him. He's like a fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we we have to be good now. Hey, now <clears throat> it's time to get back to the pod. No. The news is coming, but not quite yet. We have other business to attend to before then. There's Ooh. a couple folks, a couple folks who have report cards to submit and what didn't get names? a chance to have us look over them before the break. And we're going to start with them. First off, John. <gasps> Hello. How you doing? What have you been up to the last couple weeks now? Oh, you'd like to know. You really would. I can see it in your face, and it's. You know, it's like funny. I like I like I tell you every time you say that, I really, really would. You don't gotta see all my right. face; you just gotta hear my words. All right, all right. I won't hold it back. Uh, we'll, we'll start with a little little game came out a little while ago from a little town called Fall Guys. Maybe you heard of it? In uh, no, where's that? I thought that town was called Mediatonic or something like that. Yeah, well, season six how, came out. How, how how's she doing? Season about, six came out, and I found out. out? Uh, you know, at first I couldn't tell what the theming was for this, but I guess it's just like a carnival theme. But I mean, it really just looks like like season one levels. Um, kind of just I, generic, I colorful. Yeah, yeah. I played it pretty briefly, maybe two or three round, or, you know, matches or, or go rounds. Um. Enough to experience the the five new levels, and uh, I think my opinion still holds. I think that one of them was a dud. I did not like it, um, and all the other ones were pretty enjoyable. Um, it feels like a long time in between. I don't know how long exactly it was. Probably wasn't that long. Probably only like a month or two. Nah, maybe like two or three months. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Just not as impressed with this season as I was uh, with other ones. Not that there hasn't oh, been dude, stuff it, added. It was, it was four months, I think. It, it was a, four months. It was a pretty... Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say a long Season time, five but. came out in July, July. The end of July. And this one obviously came out end of November. Season four came out end of March. So... All right. Yeah, a little bit longer. Um, and I mean, they, they've added like uh, the, the new mechanics, I guess you'd call it. Um, 
got these like warp pipes and I mean it's exactly how it sounds you go in it and you go blah, 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 and it flies you all over and spits you out somewhere else like the same time just just a button really quick Say, it seems like it's the same amount of time in between seasons yeah we can count <laughs> uh, and then the other one um, it's like uh, these trapeze bars and you can like you know they swing back and forth and you gotta grab them and wait till they swing back and then you like go and you do like a jump I've yet uh, to determine why those would be particularly useful in the locations they've been put in in this, this season's levels. You know what I mean? Like, have you used them to great effect at, at yet? The only time I ever use them is, I think, at the end of the tube race, you have to... Or actually, there's probably another way around, but, like, the end of the, the, the race where you, yeah. like, pick different tubes, you, you know, at the end, you jump on the trapeze bar and get to the end. You can either but, uh, jump on the trapeze bar or go along the side pipes, which are being splattered with little gobules that'll, that'll uh, knock you okay. off. So there's two ways to do that, for sure. Gotcha. So yeah, so I've done that one, uh, and then the other game mode where you kind of just want to stay in the air, um, or in like the zone which is in the air. No, I never go for the trapeze. It seems like I don't Pointless. know, too time consuming, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think yeah, that I mean, one so wanna... might be the most interesting though, the one where you have to stay in the, the zone in the air. Yeah, I like that one. I like the spotlight one, even though spotlight yeah, that's not uh, that one's more just kind of chaotic fun. I mean, the races are always good. I like races. Of course. Um, yeah, well, what, yeah, what you, you played a few of them. What did you think? I think I had the same feelings as you did. <laughs> you posted your opinion, uh, opinions on the levels in, in Discord a little bit ago. And, yeah, I think I agree with you that, like, that th- those two are probably the most interesting for sure. Um, the races are always fun, but the overall feeling of this season has just been strangely not really impactful. <laughs> It's not bad or anything, I don't think. It's just not impactful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a low... I I would say a low point as far as the seasons go. Uh, Now, John, what was your experience with the new Epic account integration? What happened to you when you first loaded up the game this season? Yeah, I had to fucking, like, connect my account or something. It was like, uh, yeah, connect your Steam account to Epic or whatever, and I just had to sign into my Epic account, which I was not happy about, but I wasn't, like totally sure if that's just something we had to do originally and it kind of like reset yeah now that no, i brought it up new. it seems like it was new it if i had known it was brand new i probably just wouldn't have done it so when you so when you load up the game it's it prompted you to sign into your epic account and then it gave you your epic account name for your fall guy account oh you know i didn't even pay attention to that I oh don't, okay i mean i did sign into the epic account but yeah i didn't pay attention to the name thing did they did they change that so it, or it, just what, still what just should like happen? Numbers. What should happen for us people who are playing on PC on a Steam version originally? It should just integrate to the point where we use the name assigned to our Epic account. So whatever your name is there. Ah, uh, okay. Um, what happened to me though is inexplicable in that I launched Fall Guys, and I'm pretty sure I already had Epic account integration because, like, you know, since they required by Epic a little bit ago. Because all it did was prompt me to put my age, my date of birth in, not sign into my Epic account. So it clearly mm-hmm. already knew me to some extent. But then when I did that, it did not give me my Epic account name. It gave me a generic new Fall Guys name. Some bullshit. <laughs> and uh, I can figure out no way in hell. That was a weird way to say that. I, I can't figure out any way to actually get my Epic 
name assigned to my Fall Guys account. I cannot figure it out for the life of me. It's uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go back and, and look. I didn't even pay attention to that. I, I almost want to say it, it. I feel like it didn't change my name. Cause I feel like it would have caught my eye. Mm-hmm. But I, but again, I, like I didn't even look. They definitely got could rid of the some, three could words. Could this be some weird thing where, uh, you have you linked your game to the wrong Epic account or not to an Epic account? Because I did hear about something on PlayStation. I didn't know if it was true on, play, on PC. I didn't think so. Where the way the Epic integration was handled there was as people were given something called a headless account, where they were like a random Epic account was generated with a random name uh, that they could change somehow through like some process that was not obvious. I, I would say that's a possibility, except for the point that I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, it didn't prompt me to right. do anything. So, so to I just knew you were linked. Yeah, right. it, it asked for my data. And birth, you and, and you it. own Rocket League on I Epic, do. so you, you, yeah, I mean, so your link is good. My that's there weird. should be an established link between my Epic account and my Steam account already, and I think that's what it was right, trying to, right. to to establish. But I can't figure out any way to. It just assigned me a random name to, to actually get it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very strange, kind of pretty, pretty frustrating. But sure. that's just about that that silly aspect of it. I just fuck Epic. Getting their fingers into everybody's business. Epic bullshit. Uh, as far as the season, though, yeah, John, I, uh, I think we're on the same page there. All right, yeah, so it's uh, Fall Guys. That's <laughs> Fall Guys season six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. after that, uh, a little VR game called Boneworks. Maybe you've heard me talk about it before. Um, no. We got back in it. We played a, a multiplayer mod. Um, still kind of early in development, from my understanding. Pretty big deal. It's only four players. Uh, no, I, I don't know how many players it is, but um, Didn't, I, I feel like one of you guys saw something that said like ten or some crazy number. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean, we were playing with four players, something. but yeah, I, I think it is um, large, large numbers. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I mean, if if you've played Boneworks, it well, I'll say the mod. I mean, it's it's a little jank. Obviously, it worked. We all got in there. Um, but with the enemies, there can be some uh, desyncing issues. But honestly, that's not even the point. It's just like uh, the fun of messing around in Boneworks, but like having your buddies there too. You know, just like you know, throwing a fucking computer monitor at Kurt's head or something, and like chasing around pipes. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I definitely, and it's super easy to download, you know. Um, sure. So if you got bone works, you got friends. I mean, give the the you, give you it a try. Knox got, got me to buy bone works. It's called Entanglement. Uh, it's the mod, uh, and you can get it on R two Mod Man. It's it's super easy to download. Well, what cool. else I do? What else I do? All right, bone works Entanglement. R two Mod uh, Man. Yeah, write them all down. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll switch it up. We'll go to the world of um, entertainment, uh, film, cinema. And I watched <laughs> the uh, newest Disney masterpiece, their their greatest <laughs> creation. Uh, watch the Disney Plus series Hawkeye. I've caught the first three episodes that are out, and that's, I'm caught up. Yeah. And... Uh, They've been on a they've been on a hot streak recently. I mean, everybody everybody was wondering was the 
Was was the Eternals? Was that just a misstep or is that a tilt? That's where they were wondering. That's where they were wondering. Then Hawkeye came to save the day. Is that uh, is that true? No, not really. But it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 been a little. I mean, I haven't. I, it's fine. I'll say I'll it's say fine. this. I I like the first episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, I completely hated because of Sam's weird debt problems. Even though he's saved half the fucking universe, whatever. Uh, and I didn't feel any any kind of levels of that towards this at all. I thought it was just like a, I don't know, middle of the road. I thought the action scenes in episode, I think three were were pretty neat. Um, I mean, as far as production, yeah, I mean, it looks great. It looks like a Marvel movie. You know, they spend the money on it. Uh, Are you uh, you excited for Hawkeye as a character now? No, no, not really. Well, so the thing uh, is, the show is called Hawkeye, but there's essentially you're getting Hawkeye two Hawkeyes. One and two. You're getting both Hawkeyes. Yeah. So I, I know you've heard me talk about Hawkeye 1 and 2 many times playing it's, Marvel Avengers. Yeah, it's from and the you're comics. actually getting Hawkeye 1 and 2. Uh, you're getting Hawkeye 1, obviously, Kate Bishop, um, <laughs> the you would call the main character. Uh, and then Hawkeye 2, uh, that wrinkly guy in the Avengers movie, um, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Jeremy Renwald, Ren, Ringwald? Yeah. Ringwald? Uh, Jeremy Rayner. So you know you got the the new up and coming wannabe Hawkeye and then you know the old the old grizzled veteran you know the classic story you know you you've seen it before in some some movies and whatnot and a uh, hundred thousand times and now you're seeing it in in the Hawkeye version. And I would uh, say uh, he's not Hawkeye though anymore, isn't he? He's like Ronin or wasn't that what they called him? He was him? Ronin. Well, that does actually that's a big part of the storyline. It's kind of like the uh, it's incorporated. Yeah, whatever. The aftermath of that, like, you know, the the people looking for Ronan or, like, you know, the, the, the mob folks and whatever and whatnot. It's incorporated. Uh, Flash, have you, you caught any of these? Uh, I watched the first two. I haven't seen the third yet. I haven't seen... I haven't yeah. Seen, well, what well, what'd you think? Well, so, first of all, would you agree with me that the show is more about Kate Bishop than it is about Clint? I would say absolutely. No, I wasn't even joking when I said. I mean, I was a little joking, but like, it is Hawkeye one. It is Kate Bishop's show for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeremy um, Ray, he's like the he's like a yeah you know, a supporting character, like this you know just the the grizzled veteran handing off the torch kind of. Yeah, like. he is supporting her plot line essentially. Um. Yeah, I think I don't like as you. you I mean, you gave your uh, opinion as more sort of like middling not like super enjoying it but not disliking it you know uh I think yeah i, I will say i like the third episode i well you know i was gonna uh, say okay. i feel like the third episode is where like the action scenes really kick up and i did like it definitely more than the first two episodes. and you do get more hawkeye one a lot more hawkeye one or no sorry hawkeye two <laughs> you get right. more hawkeye two right. uh but yeah no no, no I'm, I'm definitely done with you the first two i wasn't i wasn't very um pumped after and three didn't make me pumped either but i was just a, the tiniest bit more there's just this feeling that pervades it you're 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 on the money about it looking like a marvel movie you're on the money about it feeling like all right but there's just this feeling that pervades it of like awkwardness and uh like nonsensicality <laughs> if you will um yeah. at almost every stage of the show i've just been like what why? What? 
what? <laughs> just no, like, no, I'm, I'm, what? <laughs> it's a little too, like I said, it's I, ever since the Gardens of the Galaxy, I don't know, everything's, everything's got to be a joke or like turned oh, into yeah. some funny scene. Like, doesn't, doesn't matter how harsh or the, the bad guy could be a murderer and he kills children. But he'll he'll always uh, you know throw have a, a little line. gag yeah, yeah throw a punchline or when he's talking to his friends he'll you know he'll he'll look vulnerable or something it's like mm-hmm. you can just see like a mile away uh, I mean that's that's the Marvel movies now so it's like yeah I guess you just know what you're expecting yeah I wish I wish I didn't have to expect that I wish I could anticipate something better um, yeah a return to form perhaps. But ironically, for a show about Hawkeye, it sort of like just misses the mark in almost everything it does. <laughs> like it doesn't hit the bullseye on anything that it tries. Uh, I mean, actually, the scenes with Clint are mostly like innocuous. Like I, they're all right. When it comes to like Kate Bishop's plotline, which is the main plotline and, and everything to do with her. It, yeah, it's like just left or right of center. You know, it's not quite hitting the bullseye with everything it does. Um there's just this like mixed up impression that one gets from the show. It's not it's not helped by there being like an awkward have you noticed this? There's an awkward pause between literally every line of dialogue in the show. Um No, but mostly probably because I just watched it in like the background. I never ah, actually okay. like focused on my attention. Well, next time you're watching an episode, like pay attention to the 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 sort of cadence and pacing of a conversation, like a generic conversation. There is a small for pause. You to laugh. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably true. They're waiting for your chuckles. There's a small pause in between every line of dialogue. And also just a lot of the dialogue is like awkward to begin with and the situations are awkward. So it is lends this feeling of like just strangeness. Yeah, just as as I said, I think the best way to put it is just just left to center. You know, it's not hitting the bullseye with anything it tries. But again, it's not like like you said, it's not bad or anything. It's just like at least not to me. It, it's not like yeah, it's over, overtly wrong or anything. It's it's all right. <laughs> and I'll you know I'll look forward to episode three now that you have said it has more action. Oh, it's got some action. Uh, yeah, a few of those. Thunk. A few of those. Speaking of Kachow Thunk, uh, closing it up with video game, I started, and I didn't even finish this game when it first came out. I don't know what came up, but I started a new playthrough of Gears Tactics. Oh. Uh, I think I'm like halfway through now, and they actually had an update to the game. I don't know when they did this. Um, I'm kind of glad I didn't play through it. They they did an update to the game. So they, they added the armor. Well, no, they added Jack. They added Jack to the game, so you you have him on like all your missions now. What? Uh, and he has like unique abilities and like a skill tree. And they also add yeah, you know, I'll just read it. That's a big update. Oh yeah, so basically, all right, so they added uh, like new. They call them deviant enemies, and they're basically just like um, I don't know, whatever, like special enemies. Like uh, the sniper guy will come out, and he'll have like an ability that buffs all the snipers around him or something. And they have like mm. one of those for each of the classes. Uh, yeah, they had Jack, um, he, he comes on all your missions, and he has, like, a bunch of, like, he can spawn, like, a, like, a one-use, like, boom shot, or, like, a torque bow or something around you, or, like, I usually just use him to go around and grab, um, like, the, the little item containers on the map. Uh, and then, like, I guess, like, a new tier of, uh, equipment, I guess there's, like, uh, supreme equipment now. I didn't even get that high, uh, before, I think I was still working with, like, epics and stuff. 
Yeah, so yeah, they, they did, I don't know when, but they did an update that, to the game. That's awesome. That, that, that's enough to motivate me, who, I, I like the game concept a lot, but among the other things I was playing, it wasn't interesting enough for me to play past the first, most of the first act. And I, so I didn't, I didn't get very far in the game at all. I'm in the final act, um, but I left it off there, and I had virtually no complaints about the game. I loved it, and I guess just other things, other interesting games came out too. But now, yeah, that makes me want to revisit, and maybe I'll even restart the game. I always wanted to go and play that game on Iron Man mode because um, that seems like the funnest way to play that game, honestly. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. I'm, I'm digging it. Um, yeah, the new the new update seems uh, I don't know, definitely fits right in. Jack's uh, it feels yeah. good to use. Got some support. I mean, obviously, how you level him up, you know, depends on what he has. But yeah, a bunch of different skills, and yeah, just like a natural fit in the game. Yeah, you know, obviously, he's he's always there when they're you know in the Gears of War games. Uh, yeah, big the uh, the the only problem I really had with that game, which is still frustrating, is like the armor system. Um, which was cool, but so like, say I have a sniper on my team and I give him like all the best sniper armor and now I complete a mission and now that guy needs to like rest or whatever. So I can't use him for the next mission. So I put my other sniper on like my backup sniper. Now I got to like go every fucking time this happens, I got to go and equip uh, that guy with the best armor again. So I gotta go unequip the other guy, equip the new guy, and you just gotta keep doing that. And it's a kind of tedious and uh, long process. I think uh, they. Well, I don't know if it changed in the update, but now I, I think when your people are on, like, uh, like if you use on a mission, they're gone. You can't actually fuck with their armor or something like that. Or at least just like crossed out. Um, huh. Which makes more sense, though, because it's not, you're not, I mean, in the spirit of the the game, you're not supposed to be just swapping out, like, max armor to everybody, you know what I mean? It's supposed sure, to be like, yeah. those guys are, like, away. You gotta, like, power up these guys so you don't have shit people sitting back there. Um, they yes. might have changed that. I didn't, I didn't even try that, actually. But I, I will say, I, I'll talk about it, because I, I already talked about it a lot. I do have some negative things, definitely, to say about the game. Um, not even negatives. It's just, like, there's a lot of things missing... When you compare it to like a, something like an XCOM, which you know it is kind of like trying to be, uh, but I but I'll talk about those next week. Wasn't okay. it, wasn't it literally like drop released? It felt like in response to XCOM 2's thing, or one one of those felt like they would drop release in response to the other. Because you recall that came out at the same time that XCOM released that little Interpol game, like the camera what it was called, but it was like a different type of game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 the little, the mini one. Yeah, I these know two games came out within a few months of each other, and it felt wasn't like- it. I think it was XCOM dropped their game in response, not it, maybe not in response, but at the same time that Gears Tactics uh, right. was, it just, was it just felt like a response. Yeah, it was it was it was XCOM with the surprise release. I remember because both of those games. I felt like had like no mark. Well, Gears Tactics had much more. The XCOM thing had no marketing until it was just ready to go. Yeah, one of them I, came out April twenty fourth. One of them came out April twenty eighth. Yeah, uh, actually, the Chimera Squad was first. It was the twenty huh. fourth. Maybe they had more marketing, but I do remember it was weird. Like one came out, and then the other one was like, "What's up?" I think I think Chimera like wasn't. It was almost Announced, like a fucking yeah. surprise. Yeah. yeah, I actually just bought XCOM two. I'd never played it. Um, it was oh, yeah, five. It was, it was five bucks on sale. So 
Great play game. that, and then maybe we could talk about that next week. Or, I'd actually, I don't know if I'll get to it, but yeah, I'm excited to play it. Sure. So, John? Um, John, well, sounds like Flask has something, but I have something too. I'll let Flask go first. Thank you. So, John, um, do you have any other topics to bring up that I know something about? Because I'd like to commandeer another topic or two for your roundtable. Uh, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Oh, Flash, please, you know come about One Piece? Head. Oh, hold yeah, hold on. Piece? What do you know about One Piece? I have read most of the manga up to a point. I need to read oh, it at some what point. point? Oh. John? Uh, I think just before the Dressrosa arc. Oh, all right, well, just before. Damn, dude, you stopped yeah. at, like, the worst time. Well, I stopped when the... Ma- I At the point I was oh, reading. Oh, right, you caught up. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. it was years ago. So I caught up to right before then. That's a badass arc. That's a long arc. That's a really long arc. I know you recently started playing a One Piece video game. What was that game called? I did. One Piece World Seeker. Oh, okay. There was another One Piece video game that's coming to the Xbox Game Pass this month. What? Uh, I, I, I had it open and then I closed it. Is it probably, one of the Pirate Warriors games? Yeah, probably Pirate Warriors, which are like the Dynasty Warriors. You, know, you can go around and beat up like huge yeah. crowds of people. Muso style game. Uh, which is um, cool because I was thinking about getting that. Um, oh, One Piece. Yeah, you, you are right. Uh, Pirate Warriors 4. Oh, cool. I figured as I much. I that. Uh, also, while uh, I'm commandeering John's roundtable for my Xbox Game Pass segment, uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite is on December 14th. Oh, nice. That's a good one. I'll play it with people. It's a three-player game, so don't get any ideas. Yeah, I'm no sure ideas. Will Flask and Vito will play with me. Yeah, I got you. Who are all you? right. John, is that all you got? That's all I got. Oh, well, since Vito's got my back, I suppose Vito has earned his roundtable for this week. Vito? Yeah. Uh, uh, I will let you speak about what you've done the last couple of weeks, so long as you never say what you have written at the top. <laughs> I'm glad somebody addressed that. All right, Just I never promise. say that. <laughs> All right, you're good. What have you been doing? Um, I haven't been doing that much. So I got uh, Death Stranding, and I, I I'm just mentioning that I downloaded it and I've played a little bit of it. Don't really have too much to say. Don't um, be so serious. Don't be so serious. I'm definitely gripped. How, m- by how the, many hours uh, you got in it? Uh, not I'm don't not many. Like uh, I, how many I, five I, stars do you have in it? Zero. I'm not good. I I, I keep falling and breaking my packages. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm shouldn't admit that kind of stuff, dude. No, I just want to mention um, that I, I have it, and, and the prologue was very gripping, and I'm excited to continue playing it. My freaking um, packages, dang it. Uh, Hopefully I'll play without more spoiling that anything, uh, Flask, oh, let me just tell you this. He is uh, recently delivered a package for mom, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Is that a Futurama reference? Is that a cryptic spoiler? People will never know. <laughs> you bring up a <laughs> good point, know. though, Vito, that we didn't, we didn't touch on, which was like the, the prologue stuff does that great shit where it's it's like ta- it's revealing all this world building content without mm-hmm. telling you without explaining any of it to you so you're just you're just yeah. ab- absorbing trying to absorb all trying of to this absorb stuff all these terms yeah exactly yeah, this, 
So yeah. that's another part I do like about the game that it just even like out. real world counterparts, like mm-hmm. things that exist in our world are called something else, like in this <laughs> world. So I'm trying to like pick up like what's what, like I don't know, like uh, fucking watchtower is not called like a watchtower, uh, maybe yes. not that exactly, but yeah. But then it's interesting it. when like a when I like, like that your canteen is filled with monster energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so, yeah. Vito, I'll, I'll, Vito, I'll spoil this for you. I, I said it on a previous podcast, but uh, uh, deep in an email or an interview somewhere, you can find out that your canteen has a particle inside of it, which, uh, when water touch or which when it touches water, turns water into monster energy. <laughs> there's literally there's literally a, sci- a scientific realistic lore reason for why that for why oh that really ultimate gamer fuel device. I um, wish. Yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, what else? We had a little stream, a little little uh, anniversary stream. That was we a did. lot of fun. And uh, we played a bunch of games. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't mention any of the games you played, John. Uh, There's two games in there that you could have talked about. Whoa! Oh, did yeah. I talk about Road 96 I, already? You did not. Well, I don't think you, you did. mentioned Road 96. No, no you actually, didn't. no, because you, you were saving for I, the stream. I feel like the experience of watching that on the stream, which we'll get the stream segments on YouTube soon, but the experience of watching it on the stream was kind of John going over, like, you know, playing it and his maybe thoughts on it. So he he thinks he spoke about it, but he didn't. And if you want to leave it to the stream, that's uh, fine. If you want to talk about it now, that's fine, too. I don't don't really have much to talk about, to be honest. I I have something to talk about related to John's games. What what was the name of the game you played second? Uh, 60 Seconds. 60 seconds uh, wide. So technically was, 60 seconds re-atomized because it's like the, the remake of it. Uh, that as a group game, I was strangely drawn into that. I would have played that the whole stream. I was maybe. drawn into both of your games. I Like, well, Road 96 too, but like the the chaotic ro- roguelike nature of yeah. 60 seconds. I, I, would, I would watch you, I would play that with our group now without even streaming, just with even yeah. the, the four or five of us, you know what I mean. I actually, I actually bought both the games just because uh, I thought they were very fun. You're so easy to manipulate, Vito. I am, I am. I just play what you guys tell me, honestly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Those are they're both great. Those are good ones. Uh, one other thing I would say about like, well, I mean, and obviously, I mean, there's only so much of the game. But like with like 60 seconds, you know, um, even on like a second playthrough, you can recognize like things and like, avoid them. You know what I mean? Like if oh, somebody comes see. to you, with, so, if somebody comes to you with the back, it's not quite as random as you might want it to be for many playthroughs. Yeah, I mean, you're still gonna get like, uh, you know, and, there, and there's still like a cr- branching path that so you have to do. Like, even if I got the cat, you know what I mean? Like, you're always gonna get him from the guy in the bag. But what you do with the cat, where the path, like path branch and stuff. So, so, so there's no uh, chance of like, for instance, uh, somebody knocks on your door and it's fucking Ted trying to sell you a rock. And now we we agreed to go to the door and purchase the rock. Now there's no like other chance that something else happens. It's always gonna be that one Ted scenario. No, I don't want to totally say there's no chance at all, like zero percent. But from my understanding and playing the game, and I guess the example I use is like the guy with the the bag that turns out to be the cat in there. I'm pretty sure any time a guy comes with you with a bag, it's always gonna be. You know, you, you buy it, you get the cat. You don't buy it, you don't get the cat. I'm pretty sure. Now, uh, I mean, there could be some, like, weird numbers, and I just got, like, some coincidence, you know. Um, but I, I think that's how it works. 
Okay, so it sounds like there's less replayability than I would hope for, but it's also a $5 game, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think you'll get, you know, you can get some few hours out of it for sure. You know, you can get a, a dozen playthroughs easy. Um, that's why I think Road 96 out of the two, and then obviously it's a more expensive game, but you get more replayability out of Road 96. Cool. All right, well, I picked up both of them anyway. I, I think Road 96, I actually picked up both of them because... I'll enjoy them, but I really picked them up because I thought they'd be good girl, uh, good girlfriend games. Because yeah, uh, for, sure. uh, for my girlfriend who can't, um, she doesn't really have a hold on movement in a 3D space. So Road 96, play, um, the uh, what's that one I had you play? The Walking One. Uh, what remains of the uh, Edith, Dead, Finch? Edith Finch? No, that's a good one though. That would be a good one that's for a her. Great one, I love that game. Yeah, it's I mean cool. that is a good one just for people who just in general aren't you know like they gamey. Um, yeah, yeah. Row ninety six. There didn't seem to be any sort of pressure. No one's chasing you. There's no like you don't have to do anything. You don't have a time limit for anything. So like you could fumble around with the controls. And yeah, there's yeah. gonna be no I mean, punishments. And then sixty seconds has has that first segment where you have to run around, which might be a that, little you difficult. Can take. Yeah. I mean, hours, yeah, as long as you want. You should have her play Life is Strange. I just realized. That will probably be a good one. Probably. Yeah, For maybe. sure. Do it. Uh, uh, yes, so where were we? Were we on my round table? Yeah. No, I think hey. we were still on John's. <laughs> no, we're, um, we're on Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. Rubber Baby Bobby Buggy Bumpers is just, uh, I just wanted to say, Rubber Bandits is out on Game Pass. And I have not played it yet, but we played the demo, and I really like the demo. I actually played a lot of that demo, and I'm excited for that game. It's, All right, uh, let me like, hit you with uh, with let me hit with the undercut. All right, I'm gonna hit you with the with the other foot, the the butt. Yeah. Well, you gotta do this to me. Max four players. Yeah, that's a big. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. Um. Bum bum, but you know. But it looks cool, and it's not just like a fighting game. Like yeah, I think you're I fighting mean, over bags of cash. You're you're bank robbers. This the, I the levels. Have I'm down. I would love to play some tonight with you guys, but I mean, like, I don't know like if you I guys said, are gonna do other things. We we could play a couple of games tonight of uh, Rubber Bandits. Uh, we played Jackbox Eight on the stream. Uh, that was cool. We didn't get to all the games. We didn't get to all the games. I really liked Job Job. Job Job was a lot of fun. I think that that goes in the list of uh, great Jackbox games. Yes, yeah, Job 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 was great. It was a lot of fun. I am I darker, thought... darker connotations. I want abuse and power. <laughs> uh, wheel of what? Wheel of something proportions? Wheel of. It was a great one. We learned a lot of things. We we answered, we asked it some questions that John's... I didn't think would be answered. Shh. Shut up, John. I uh, I was not a huge fan of that one. Oh, no, I, I was, was also, I was, also I was the biggest fan. I, it was also like the very last thing we did on the stream after ten. We have enormous proportions. So I'm definitely enormous. down to play it, but I was like ready to tap out early on in that one. Yeah, we were kind uh, of yeah, like I, I, by that point, so it wasn't as fun to just have like trivia. Sure, but I I, I just yeah. sure, but I also think. I had my wits about me and noticed that it wasn't a great game. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. losers often say that. 
Um, what else we got? I thought maybe if you want to use my roundtable, we could talk about our updated impressions of uh, Halo Infinite real quick. Oh, wait. Hold on. Right, I just right, wanted want to right. say as far as Jackbox 8 goes, um, oh. I, I, I did play the other games in Jackbox 8, um, and Pole Mine is also fun. We should try that at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, Drawful Animate is also fun that sounds yeah i i love the drawing games but i know certain people i'm not referring to anybody i'm speaking in in general because i've played with people i know uh you know friends of mine that that don't like drawing you know and i know i think i think some of our friends have said the same thing but i'm always down for for drawful so i I, it's super fun i find those things enormously entertaining i also am terrible at drawing so Right, but the reason that that makes this fun is because what the nature of this is is you are completing a two-frame animation and then you have to, like, guess what the animation is doing. (laughs) (laughs) So there's an aspect of, like, um, that that guessing game of, like, having fun trying to figure out what the fuck someone just drew, you know? Right, right. So bad, bad animations are also fun. I think if you're not a good drawer, that's part of the game. That's literally part of the game. That's what yes. they expect. Especially yes. since, you know, even if you're a good drawer, you're doing it with your big fat finger game, on your game phone. Is literally call, the game is literally a portmanteau between draw and awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't By be way, disheartened if you think you're not a good drawer. I, be a no, I, I'm not disheartened. I'm not, I'm not speaking to you. I'm, I'm saying out loud. This is one of those games tonight. There's a lot of games we're playing tonight. We're playing Rubber Bandits and we're playing Drawful Animated. Yeah, heck yeah. I guess so. I guess. Uh, yeah. Hey, fuck it. I'm down. <laughs> I uh, I actually watched the the channel Drawfy, who who helped make this game or that that particular game for Jackbox Eight. Uh, and they're a really oh, yeah. fun channel, by the way. They're uh, just a group of like do? animators who used to work for. It was originally a college humor show, but then they uh, okay they left college humor and now they're independent. Yeah, Drawfee is just like these four animators who are good at cartooning and drawing and stuff like that, taking prompts from commenters, and each of them draw a an image based on that prompt and their own creativity. Um, it's not probably not for everyone, and I don't feel like watching it all the time. Like I'm not always in the mood, but it's a fun show just in general. Um, okay, cool. And and uh, they're they're fun people, I would say. Sure. It's Drawfee. Anyway, right, sorry. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought if, 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 See, if you fun, guys want to... I just want to point, point out the maliciousness here. Sorry, Vito. We'll pick up. Flask. See, he, he hits you sometimes with a short round table, but what he doesn't tell you <laughs> is all the notes he's got for <laughs> your round tables. All the invading he's <laughs> going to do. <laughs> even, even with my two perfectly timed... <laughs> By John, a, he was like half of John's fucking <laughs> run table. Well, he were. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Vito. I, I ruined your. That's all right. Hey, let's talk about Halo in, Infinite. Let's. What, how are we feeling about Halo Infinite now? Uh, last time we spoke about it, was I have some things to the, say about it. <laughs> I, oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> no, oh, I definitely um, have things to say about the, it. The internet is. Uh, you know, everyone on the internet is talking about Halo Infinite and. Uh, their problems with the game. I think everyone acknowledges that the gameplay is um, great. It's very great. And this feels like a real Halo game. It feels 
like a true successor to to Halo Three multiplayer. Um, but there's many issues with the economy and the battle pass. Um, yeah, what are we? How how, how are we feeling about the game now when we booted up this week? There's even stuff like I I seem to often encounter um, collision issues, which is definitely a thing. Uh, I yeah I have felt I've had some big big collision issues. I felt worse of the game, but I I'm also not. I think that is part partially I'm not as into it as I as I was, and I think part of that is that like I mean part of it is just uh, you get fatigued with the same game mode playing all the over and over with sure. You're not you're not hopping into Forge every night. You're not doing custom games with the boys. You're not swapping between slow. You know you don't have control. Sometimes you just get a few bad moves in a row, and that's all. You know. Yeah, you used I to also, be able to like live and, off of Halo with all the different modes, and yeah. it was like a hub, and you could just kind of bounce around between custom games, and you know, and obviously they're planning to release some of that stuff later, but uh, like the Forge. But the playlist, yeah. the playlist thing is their, our our biggest problem, I think, as a group. I would say so. No, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it and it feels egregious because I can buy that Forge needs development time, sure, whatever. I, I can get that they only have three maps to release. Not not great, what for a big team? Not great, whatever. But like play play playlist and stuff is just like, man, like you don't even like you can do that today, and you release your game two weeks early. You know, it, it's just egregious because. It gets into the big thing about the game is that uh, I realize this is small brain shit to a degree to let this affect me to the point of like my enjoyment of the game. But the Battle Pass stuff, I think, is just so annoying with this game that it does just turn me off because I'm never going to be a Battle Pass gamer. And, I, and, and by Battle Pass stuff, I don't just mean the existence of it and the challenges or whatever. That's whatever. But like how I feel like parts of the game design are going to be throttled like the fun is throttled yes. so that you pay over a long period of time versus have all your fun now and then leave. Yes, me and you yeah. and and the rest of us are we're never going to buy into the battle pass most likely. Right. But it's, it's the a free fact game. That, I I should yeah. keep I, I should keep saying it's a free game. So you know, this is all talking about Halo Infinite as the next big Halo successor to like in our minds Halo 3 cuz this is the first one that's really been accessible to us. You know, the MCC, whatever. Hmm. But yeah. you know what I mean. Or I Halo mean, the gaming, gaming landscape has changed a lot since Halo 3 was released and Halo Reach. But I and, think... And it is a, a free couple, game. A couple of us have said, like, we would much have rather this had been a, a $60 game and we got <laughs> all the things no we question. wanted. Um, if I got a real Halo game for $60... I, if I got a real Halo game for $60 and then they tried to sell me on, hey, this is the game on release... And just so you know, like we're going to be doing season passes and battle passes, and that's going to have maps and modes and stuff. I would have fucking paid for it, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have grumbled about it, but I would have felt better about it in the situation right now, where instead we're like playing like, like a small sampling of what is going to be a great Halo game built over like years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think and, he nailed and, it. And, 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 and built over years is even giving them too much credit because they could be doing a lot more today than they are now. And I am disheartened, especially because, you know, they're just the, the way that they're really showing that to me, and maybe I'm looking too much into this, is that they are like responding to the community and shit like that. But the stuff they're saying is like, we're working on battle pass regression. We're going to fix this shit. You know what I mean? They're not talking about like the playlist and the modes and the 
blackened maps and all that. Yes. Um, it, it feels like even though we're not battle pass people in the first place, they are holding other things back from us because of, of this economy that's, that's being created. So they want to hold back yeah. a fucking infection playlist or team swap playlist so that it can be an event in the future. And that, that hurts. Um, yeah, for real. The fact like, like we said the other day, like if if I see a Slayer game was a game mode, and next to it is a seven day counter, I'm I'm going to uninstall the game. Same, I agree. Away. I agree, and that hurts. It hurts a lot because when I boot up the game and I'm playing, I'm having a good time. The gameplay is awesome. Yeah, for sure. When, when I'm with the boys, for sure, it, it can be yeah. a blast. And yet, I think you know that the, the playlist thing is certainly the surface frustration for us. For our group, but like what you were saying, Andy, about still enjoying the game, but like somehow enjoying it less now. I think yeah. there are all these little things that are eroding enjoyment as it continues yeah. as right. we continue and to play it more sure. and more. Um, like sure. the collision, and, like the desync, like the yeah, um, like the thing that Greg just posted. Yeah, the desync, yeah. like the um, or, like Vito, you know, the thing we mentioned sometimes about how uh, in like big team battle. It'll just like the the vehicle spawn system is just fucked. Like there's no rhyme or reason. The a- to who it asymmetrical gives. Oh, yeah. vehicle we'll spawning. Yeah. yeah, there's like or, little things. You know, Sorry, Andy, go on. I was gonna say like the input thing recently. Like uh, what a, you know, mouse and keyboard for me feels a lot better now that I've gotten used to it. But uh, a lot of days coming out that like controller is just like objectively better in in matchups, which feels like it doesn't make sense. So the answer is aim assist. You know, it, and when you dig into it, that, that, that's what it is. I don't think it's near as bad as MCC, but you know, it just feels bad, man. So I, I think I'll yeah. PC. for sure. I'm back on controller now. Actually, I was playing today. In controller. I, it feels I, I am good. too, but like I can never leave controller. It's weird. It's weird because like I, when I'm playing quick player ranked four v four, controller is absolutely the way to go. When it goes to big team battle, I that's what I hate about it. I dude. might like, switch to keyboard. Like, yeah. I, I, I I never feel comfortable with my input because I'm always thinking about whether I should be using the other one. It's it's fucking crazy. Like yeah. why 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 am I thinking about that in a video game? That that's a, that's the thing you think about for fucking 20 seconds and then play the game. But Halo's yeah. got me in this got me in this fucking place where I can't help but think about it. Yep. Um I think a lot of my biggest problems with the game are all not only are they fixable, but they're like, they could be fixed tomorrow, but they won't be because of, you know, ulterior motives. Yeah, and that's, that's what That's what bugs me. Um, yeah. And I, I haven't given up on the game. I'm still playing and I'm still having fun. No, yeah. I there's just, this feeling of fun that we always have, with, especially yeah. when, you know, playing with the boys, as you guys said, <clears throat> with this undercurrent always lingering. <laughs> Right, three four three seems like they're listening. You know, they respond on the subreddit, um, and you know, I'm I'm hoping that they'll win some sort of internal battle with uh, the Microsoft execs, which is how I I picture it in my head, um, and get the players what they what they're asking hey, for. Fun I'm fact: on I'm hoping on this pod next year we're laughing at how angry we were at this game now fun well, fact yeah, i mean i think we started Halo, positive, uh, no we did but you know what i mean were you greg, gonna say greg i was gonna say uh fun fact um 
If you wanted to unlock everything in Halo Infinite, it would cost you $1,035. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I, and, th- and that's, like, fucking absurd, especially when you think about, like, you know, you're talking about unlocking armor sets that were in Reach, which was a $60 game, and you'd have to spend, you know, more than that just to get that shit. I don't really... At the end of the day, I could live with that knowing this is a free-to-play game. But like I said, it's 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 the other stuff that bugs. But that that also is kind of like... It gives me a, a bad feeling in my gut. The old rolls sure. of the eyes, for sure. Yeah. I, I, um, I guess in a weird way, like... I would not... I feel like I would almost have no problem with what's going on if this game came out in early access. But for optics, they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like... It, like I, I hate to abuse the the early access label and lazily throw lazily throw it on the game, but like it really just does just give you the early access experience, uh, except for the fact that it's stable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, well, even then, not entirely because <laughs> usually once or twice a night somebody will fail to make it into a game. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, not very many maps, not very many game modes. Good, good core concepts. And uh, basically, we're we're left in a situation where it's, it, it is fun to play, but ultimately, we're waiting for more, and hoping that it goes in the direction that seems like is against their financial interests. So I don't know if it will. And then, and then knowing that we'll see Forge in like a year, um, that's just insane. And, I mean, we we, we can spin out a whole podcast about this, but like just just the effect that Forge has on the community alone. I mean, that coming out way after the game, like, I get things like that. this are unavoidable, but it is a huge blunder, in my opinion. Huge mistake. And, uh, and, 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 and I guess just at a tiny bit of color, like, I'm sure that 100% of the issues are um, the game being a uh, cross-platform release and resolving the conflict of, like, making these things work on console and both these consoles and, and in the same way, in a way that you could be in the same game across both consoles and the PC. You know what I mean? So I, I don't want to understate the technical challenges there. I'm just saying as like a consumer, the impression you get, you know? Yeah. Like you said the other day, like we don't care what the, what's going on behind the scenes as a player. It feels bad. Yeah. And that's really all that matters when, as the consumer, you know? Um, yeah, does anybody else have anything to say about that? Otherwise, uh, Frick Halo. Frick Halo. Halo. Otherwise, I'm, I'm done with my my roundtable. I just hope the right. uh, the hubbub about the like the battle pass doesn't drown out the things that we actually want fixed, but it will. But it might. Well, that, yeah. It has that, been that it will. You know that that that's been my conspiracy theory is that like you know they, it's not like they don't know that people want that shit. You know, like yeah. they they've they've made Halo games before. It's not their first swing at it. They didn't make Halo 3, but they made Halo 4 and 5. They know people want Team SWAT. They have the capability of giving it to you. The argument about Fractured Play Brace makes no sense uh, no. on release when you have, you know, millions Tons of people. One of the biggest franchises in video games. Right. Yeah. You know. There, there's all, there's all not con- they weren't confident play. in their game. Right. And so the, the marketing about how we're going to focus on the battle pass and everything, you know, no PR is bad PR. You just use the bad PR to hide the even worse shit that they're not talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, speaking of bad PR, we're heading into our news segment where we have just a few... News! 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 Thanks, everybody. We have just a few... A sparsling sampling of news to accompany this uh, rather long talky pod. First off, Battlefield 2042 has officially entered the 10 worst reviewed games of all time. Woo! Congrats! Yay, Paul! They got the uh, Titanfall 2 director uh, to come and fix Battlefield. So that's oh, cool. really? Did, did they? Yeah, or something. They, uh, I guess the uh, Titanfall 2 director got transferred over. I heard, I saw something about that on Reddit earlier before we, uh, during the break. Okay. It's I, a I, I, late, I bud. Does anybody here own Battlefield? Yes. Or, uh, Greg talked about it yeah. last week. Or I, uh, I like Battlefield a lot, and uh, yeah, they, uh, they've been whiffing this game a lot, I guess. I mean, I really don't know the, the, all of the details. But uh, people uh, are not happy. Well, I posted yeah. a, uh, this this post from the subreddit for the uh, game. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring it's just up. a list of things that they didn't include or changed or whatever from previous Battlefield games. Very expensive. Yeah, it's just the word no followed by stuff. <laughs> and then it goes for like like a hundred lines. Yeah. Um, and it seems a little, yeah, a little sus. Um. Yeah, so that's news to me too because I haven't been following. I just I just knew that there was incredible like server issues and desync. Oh and yeah, stuff. dude. But I didn't they, realize that nuts. there were core gameplay things that weren't carried that were expected and not carried over. Well, I think since game. Greg talked about it last episode, we've gotten more and more commentary from the people playing it, being like, "Oh, this this shit kind of sucks." <laughs> I can say with the utmost certainty that since they updated it the first time where I was able to play the game, I haven't played it since. Hmm. So that take away from that. But you strike me as like someone who would who would not really care about like features per se, because you're not like a a hardcore battlefield guy. You're just I'm not like crazy into it. I like just playing the game. Uh, For me, the game has my ten hours of playing the game. Have been me sitting in a in a truck just shooting people as they drive by, and another dude just driving me around while I shoot people. Well, if everyone just did just, that, then they would have a good time. Yeah, you guys need to stop complaining. But there is, I have seen like crazy things in the game, like glitches that you know you shouldn't see. Where I've seen planes get shot out of the sky and then them just spinning very slowly out of the sky into the ground. It's a lot of a lot of issues. But uh, hopefully they fix everything, and hopefully that game will be fun. And, but it's EA, and I should know by now that. Yeah, I happening. think it looks cool on the surface. It looks fucking cool. I'd it's pick cool, it up. dude. They just need to fix it. That's all. Guys, yeah, that's really it. Uh, don't worry, listeners. Um, I've managed to uh pull out the far more interesting story here about this list of Steam's ten worst reviewed games of all time. Oh. Uh, number one, of course, is eFootball 2022. <laughs> uh, most of the rest of the list are games that I don't recognize. Now, save for a few choice titles, of course, eight is Battlefield 2042. Number nine is Roller Coaster Tycoon World, which I remember hearing a kerfuffle about when yeah, I came out. Yeah, there was that whole thing. And then uh, the tenth is uh, Peter Molyneux's Goddess. <laughs> Makes sense, too. 
that that was the Moving more interesting on. story that you extracted from <laughs> yeah. from that. Yeah, what? Oh, fire the sky. Yeah, there's a there's a list of of the ten worst reviewed games of all time for sure, dude. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, what about some real news? Oh, uh, I don't have real news for you, but I do have news about an RPG life sim sandbox game. Ah, okay, it sounds uh, like fake news. Tell me about it. Does that have any sort of um, like theme or uh, existing property attached to it of any sort? Andy, do you want uh, me to take over it, for it, you? It, it, it's appara- I know your it's apparently it's kind of weird to focus on this, but it's apparently about the Hollow Earth conspiracy theory that states that uh, we exist on like a small s- surface layer, um, and inside the Earth is is, is a hollow core. Right. Intriguing. Core. Yeah. Right. So I don't it. know if this takes place inside. The- Greg, why don't you tell me more about this Hollow Live as I. Resident well, Hollow Earth expert. Of of course. So Hollow. Well, I think you mixed that up. Uh, but Hollow Earth, and I actually completely forgot about this until you started talking about it. No, I think I got it right. Um. So Hollow Live, as you know, is like an idol group, or and it's like all VTubers and whatever the fuck. But uh, <laughs> what you don't right, know, I didn't know that. whatever what you don't know is they all have super deep lore. And uh, they have, like, this whole world and shit. And uh, basically, they're making a game based off that. And it's, like, uh, it's a sandbox fucking... I think it's, like, a survival game also. Survival? Well, simulation implies like, yeah, systems yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, this is very... To me, this is awesome, but also it's very, like, what the fuck? Like, what... Is this reality? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is, like, the weird, like, reality I shouldn't be allowed in. I should be like, wow, you know would be cool if they made a game like this? Not, oh, it's actually happening. Wow, this is yeah. weird. Which I'm cool with. I'm totally cool with, because, uh, I think Hollow Live is really funny, and, uh, they make a lot of good content. Good for them. On a, my, my cynicism these days is that when I open it, the, the link in the news agenda... And it says on Metaverse Project Hollow Earth. I, I start looking to see if there's a Facebook connection somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. There is not, as far as I can tell. I didn't think okay. there was. But uh, who knows? I watched, uh, I know, uh, three of the VTubers. Uh, Fubuki, Mio, I think, and uh, their manager uh, played like a tiny little beta of it. Like a demo of it and showed it off. But uh, yeah, it's gonna take like two years for them to develop it. Are so, the uh, are the English ones gonna be involved? Is it gonna uh, be everybody? I believe it is the whole Hollow Earth, so everybody, okay. which will be cool. Yeah. Uh, it's only gonna be on PC for the time being, but it should be. Uh, it can go. It can go two ways. I I think good things will, could come from that. But I'm a simple All man right. who is easily impressed. Apparently, uh, this team is also working on a different game, a horror project called Hollow Live Error. Yes, uh, that uh, that they are also making a horror game. Um, I I don't know a lot about it, but you, there is like an AR trailer you can watch on YouTube, and uh, it shows like 
you have a bunch of the girls in school and they're like talking and then some shit happens. Right. That does make some degree of sense considering all the gamer ones play horror games and that's some of yeah. the most popular content. All right. Uh, last story of the, of the evening. Epic Games has acquired Harmonix. We'll be working on some music stuff for Fortnite. Is this the oh. weird timeline where Fortnite brings back Guitar Hero? <laughs> yeah, I was God. thinking maybe. Let's do it. How's Guitar Hero champ? Yeah, wouldn't it make sense, right, with all the musicians that like do stuff on Fortnite? That well, they uh, have? this this blog post does explicitly say, what will the Harmonix team work on next? Our team will work with Epic to create musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. One time I got pneumonia and I had to I had to uh I didn't get to go to school for like a month. This was like in high school. And I got really good at guitar here. I had this one friend in All high right. or like not high school, Jesus, middle school. And his parents were going through a really rough divorce. And uh, he would always come and hang out with us, and he would always bring Guitar Hero and just play by himself and wouldn't, like, talk to us at all. That's pretty chill. Was his name Vito? Uh, I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, did he have no idea? I heard Vito got really good at Guitar Hero one time when he was sick. (laughs) He didn't want to give me pneumonia. He did say that. His name was, like, Cito or something like that. (laughs) I I never got into rhythm games as a kid, but I was a big fan of the South Park episode. That's, that's about all I gotta say about Guitar Hero. Hmm. It's, a, it's a good episode. Listeners, Carry check out, out the TV series South Park, written by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Cool indie show. You well, cool, little, cool indie show. Might have, might have seen it. Might not have. Probably haven't. Probably haven't. And hey, speaking of cool little indie shows, that that's our show for the evening. Wow, what a, what a, what a night! We had some great guests, and we we had uh, the corrections officer on. Hey. I hated uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he he he's not going to listen to the whole episode. I mean, he was on the beginning. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a dweeb, right? Don't but worry, he'll be back much on. more often. If he ever on. tries that shit ever again, I swear to God, I'll know. swing I him. I'll shank him. Oh, we really got to get go like low, I go high, dude. He can go stop both of us. We really got to get a side chair, you know, like a like somebody to sit over there and like like laugh at our jokes and like like set us up. You know? Oh, like uh, like Conan has that guy. Um, yeah, I mean, like like every like, 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 like every late night like every I'll late night host laugh, of all time dude. has had that guy. You mean to laugh? I'll laugh. Who do we know that could be like our side chair guy? Who likes our do- who thinks we're funny? Do we know anybody? That I feel like funny? I feel like I feel like Kurt would be a good side chair guy. Kurt might be no, a good side Kurt chair guy. would. I gotta say, Kurt would be way more popular than us, and we need to keep him away. I actually think Danny would be a great side chair guy. Danny would be good. Yeah, Dan Danny would be a great side chair guy. guy. Not oh, Greg's Eric, but either of the other two Eric's. Uh, laugh My at some Eric of the things I say be, sometimes. Uh, Eric only laughs at what I think is funny. Right, not that Eric. I'm saying yeah, either the other two bad, Eric's that's bad, would, yeah, would not, be good for not, me because not, they would laugh at things not I me say. Not Michelle's got too big of a mouth. You know what I mean? Like the side guy is <laughs> like Michelle. Not to not to not to insult him. He's he's host. No, material, let's let's you know do I mean? it. Let's do it. Let's sure. No, yeah, it's all right. I'm already... I think Andy. I think you'd make a good side uh, 
sidekick. I would make the best. I would make the best sidekick. But then, but then, who would host the show? Don't think of it as. I guess guess anybody really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This this host this host table has five seats, and if I'm gone, then there's a break, right? Because there's nobody sitting in the middle. Yeah, any of us could probably just fill that though. It really wouldn't even be that. Yeah, I could talk a lot. Yeah, but you know, it's like it's it it's like when you have conduits, you know, you, you know. I mean, like any one of us could jump in there right now, and uh, so you just anytime you want to move, that'd be great. Yeah, hey, everybody, you're you're about about that's the podcast. You're not going to have a full circuit. It's a it, it's a lateral move. Don't think of it as a downward move. That's that's when you're going to get psyched out. But it is the office is down. It does offer less pay. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just the way we have our infrastructure. Yeah, set I'm gonna up. need your yeah. key for this room. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not looking here anymore. What is? What is this? You're looking these, at me. Why these? are you fucking looking at me? Look down. Don't look look, look here. at my look feet. Does, look. does does this say that I get five bathroom breaks a year? No, that should yeah. say four. Just go before you get here. No wait, yeah, that a should year. say yeah, no, 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 no. That, you're right. That should be four. Greg. Oh, Good. thanks for pointing right? that out. Every one one a quarter. No, that's just it's just it's just five. Oh, I I just get five bathroom breaks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I mean, and that could be great if you work here till tomorrow. I mean, you would be in the bathroom all day. I you think know? you guys got my pay wrong. I th- the way I'm reading this says that I'm paying you guys money. Well, yeah, and we're it's an exposure. You pay us, and we're exposing you to you know. I feel like Thank I'm you. more exposed now where where I'm at now. No, definitely. Well, you're not there anymore. You were. I, I, you're I, right. You're, no, no, you're I, right. You I, were. I introduced the whole. I introduced the episode. Every you're not. Episode. You're not that guy anymore, though. All right. You know what, John? Why don't you Why don't you take us out? You got You got to do all the plugs. You got to do all the plugs, and you got to say good night in a in a unique right. and, and funny way that's not been host. done seventy eight times. Any great host, I will dictate that to Flask. Go John's, John's going to knock us out of the park. Flask's going to knock us out of the park. All right, Dick Flask, take notes. He's going to dictate it Dick to Flask? you. Dick Flask? Uh, uh, go ahead. All right, what should I talk about first as far as the plugs go? Oh, uh, you know. You don't have to ask. You just the know. Twitter. Yeah, why? Well, you got it. Follow don't us on Twitter us at... Broken Campfire. And then make sure right, you check next? the email. Broken at, Campfire. At... at Broken Campfire. At, at what? At Gmail. At msn.com. At hotmail.com. Am I doing good uh, so far? The only one of those that's right is Gmail. At gogogadget.com. Uh, check out our uh, our Facebook page and our Instagram page and our LinkedIn page. Well, we don't have either of those. You guys are making us look fucking dumb. We do have a Facebook page. and a Reddit. We do have a Facebook, yeah. And we apparently have our, a Reddit. We do have a Reddit. Um, I'm sub to it. What the fuck? And then I do that. Check out Reddit. my page. I write. I write on a page. I leave it outside my house. Yeah, it's called day. the check Angry Video out. Game Nerd. Why don't you go check it out? <laughs> don't say that. Yeah, hey, now. Cool. I'll have what he's go having. Out, go check out our stream that we did recently. The all day thanks game. Watch me get really mad playing. You can check Waker. out the highlight vod on yeah. You can check out the highlight VOD on Twitch right now, and then I'll get these segments up on YouTube soon enough. Uh, what else, John? Check out Twisted Vito in City Slickers. Who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> Be uh, ready. The... I think he did a great job. And, yeah. and you know what? 
I think you proved and, and, we don't need Andy. Absolutely. And to take us off tonight, uh, probably our, our greatest member, Vito. Hey. Uh, oh, thanks for having us, everybody. Uh, goodbye. Uh, All right. You heard him, folks. Good night. <laughs>